Warning, the following podcast contains adult themes, explicit content, and controversial ideas. Viewer discretion is advised. This is Mind Raid with the Koch Brothers. Mind Raid episode 11, um, we are going to talk about the complexities that is woman. <laughs> woman! We have to pay homage to the greatest women in our life first so that people don't think that we're sexist. Shit. Sexist. Right. Nah. They put an ism on it, uh, put a label on us. Um, our mom is a self-admitted feminist. Self-admitted, that sounds <laughs> We're off to a good start. Good start. Um, she's a proud feminist, and mm-hmm. she was a feminist when, uh, I, th- I think, feminism, feminism was, was actually feminism. Right, right. Um, now feminism seems to be man-hating. Mm-hmm. I've heard this from multiple feminists. Um, but uh, she was a real feminist. She just wanted equal rights. She wanted equal pay for, the, for equal work. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, things that I have been raised to uh, feel is very, very important. I don't know about if that translates to being allowed to be a firefighter or reducing a, a, the standards of a firefighter because a woman chooses to do this. If there's, I think there's certain professions like firefighting where you have to be able to pull a big ass person out of a, a burning building. Yeah. If you can't do that, you shouldn't. You shouldn't be, be a firefighter. Yep. You, you, there might even be jobs or uh, some capacity as a firefighter there, but it can't be, you know, depending on you to to pull a giant human being out of yeah. the building. Yeah. But there are certain jobs that you know it's always, and it's just my personal opinion. When you start talking about police and stuff like that, people that are you're putting yourself into situations where something's going to happen may not be every day. At some point. But some point, stuff's going to happen, yep. but it's yeah. not being sexist. It's science. Yeah. Females aren't as strong as males. No, and they don't have the same bone physically. density. Physically. They don't Physi- have the same right. bone density. Physically. And this right. is pretty agreed upon by everybody. Yeah. Men and women alike. Mm-hmm. There's not many jobs that men can, by genetic default, do better, but jobs that require a lot of strength, jobs that uh, require potentially an inherent uh, ability to kill. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the military gets brought up a lot. Yeah. You know, why can't women be in this? Or you, you need to allow women in here if you can allow men in there. There are rare exceptions in extreme combat situations where women could uh, survive. Yeah. And, and complete a team unit under extreme duress. They're very, very rare. Yeah. I, I, I would think that in things like SEAL Team. Yeah. The amount of women that could survive um, buds physically because of strength. Um, and then go on to do these combat missions would be very, very small. Yeah. If there are any at all. But if those standards are required within this institution, whether it be police work, military work, whatever, because you're going to run into some shit someday. Yeah. Modify those standards, change those standards so that that um, women can somehow fit in. Of course not. No. Not because of sexism, but because these jobs Safety. will kill people. Yeah. And there are unintended consequences, like when women are out in combat missions and they get held as prisoner of, of war, mm-hmm. they could be raped, 
they could all of these different things could be done um, to use them as a ploy to lure in their fellow soldiers and put them in danger. Yeah, there's legitimate reasons why women are uh, at least uh, not physically capable of doing certain jobs, and it's weird to me because I think masculinity has been pumped up so much in Western culture that people see women as inherently weak. This is why they're getting paid less. They don't, and that's bullshit for the yeah. most part. Yeah. yeah, But there, there are some things that women do vastly superior mm -hmm. to men, depending on what perspective you're looking at it from. If you're coming from a balanced perspective, you can look at femininity, you can look at the qualities of nurturing and things like that in a very positive light. Mm -hmm. But in the Western culture, I feel like because of this overly masculinized culture, that's seen as like an inferior position or a substandard position. And mm -hmm. this seems to be backed up by a lot of religions yeah. as well. Yeah. Religion saying that the wife is supposed to serve the husband and so on and so mm -hmm. forth. Seems to be an idea that because of the, the uh, feminist movement and because women could go and get jobs, like we, I feel like we knew that. We established that in World War II when they took over the fucking country and did everything while men were overseas. But I think now when you say, hey, I would rather my wife or my girlfriend stay home with our children and raise them, you almost get looked at with the eyes of judgment. Yeah. By some people. Yeah. Oh, what? You don't think she can get a job? Can't do it. Or maybe even at some point, your wife or your girlfriend who got involved in this life with you and made a commitment to not get a job because she was going to raise the kids has some resentment for you because she's tired of being at home yeah. and you get to do this and you get to have a social life and blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Relationships are obviously complicated, but the funny, the, the, where the, where the story gets funny with you and I is it's pretty complicated. <laughs> I don't put up with shit. <laughs> um, so equal rights, you want equal rights. You're going to get equal rights. Let me tell you. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, We've, we've run the gamut and we've been criticized by the women in our lives. Um, but I feel like our mom raised us understanding the importance of women's rights, yeah. equality, mm -hmm. um, raising us to understand uh, the beauty in women yeah. and the qualities that women have and respecting those qualities. I love women yeah yeah <laughs> i love women i love yeah. attention from women i've always yeah. loved attention from women um but i don't feel like the modern woman is what women used to be no. i don't feel like the woman of today has any real well, resemblance to the women of let's say the 1970s or 60s well i just want to touch on that point i i don't want to sound super cocky but having the mom that we do have, she's a beast. I feel like has not wired me in a certain way, but I, I I look I look at the way some of the women in my life have been, and I'm just gonna be blunt. It's weak, mentally weak, right? And one thing that I was talking to you about about this before the podcast, um, an ex girlfriend of mine. When things, sh when shit hit the fan, she told me that I was manipulating her. Mm -hmm. So I, I asked her and I remember asking her because that's an accusation. I don't, I'm not a manipulator. If anything, I try to push you the right way. Let's not, let's not completely forget you getting into the job you're in because of me, fitness, all the shit, pretty much all the shit you've gone toward. 
is because I've kind of tried to lead you somewhere, right? So, but ultimately, ultimately, they chose. They, they chose, but I was a manipulator, and I when I when I asked this person, what how am I, what do I do? What do I make you do? What do I tell you that you should do? And my nickname for this person was "You Should," because just like her mom, you should do this, you should do that, you should do this. I'm like, if anybody tells anybody anything, it's you telling me what to do. I'm not manipulating. You can you can do whatever the hell you want to do. But I look at parents. All right, this is an old, and this isn't just a female thing, but I look at parents. I look at my mom and then I look at this person's mom. And it's light years. And I like like I said, I don't want to be I don't want to be cocky. I don't want to be talking shit and bashing people all night. But when when so person person i'm with knows both characters i think deep down they know what what the fuck's up i think they know you know one i'm not a manipulator you know i'm trying to open your mind the best i can you thanked me for it right oh man if i never met you and kim literally out of her mouth if i haven't met if i didn't meet you and your brother you guys have opened my eyes okay so where am I a manipulator, motherfucker? Like, I take offense to that. So I'm happy that we have the mom we have because, like you said, the women of today, I think, are more sheep, in a sense. Sheep, in a sense. Well, I think the, society... The are too. Our mom raised us to be complete lone wolves. Yeah. Right? She yeah. raised us to be confident, independent, she, she, when you're raised like by a woman like our mother, mm -hmm. you're going to see right through bullshit right away. Yeah. You're going to, when somebody comes up talking that trash and, be, and being fake and putting on them, you're going to see you're right gonna through know. that fucking shit. Because yep. mom was transparent. Yeah. She let you know what, what she thought. Yep. Um, we get together or we have gotten together historically with women that uh, we're attracted to because they're strong but they're not quite as strong-minded as we are some of the time some mm -hmm. of these women just they're not yeah and we get called manipulative um, or manipulators potentially and I haven't I don't think I've been called that maybe I have maybe coach has called me that. <laughs> but here's what I do I do whatever the fuck I want that's what I do yeah I do whatever I want and you do whatever you want and you and I both, we are not going to tell you what to do. If I'm in a relationship with a woman, she can do whatever she wants. Yeah. She can go out with her friends whenever she wants. She can go out by herself mm -hmm. whenever she wants. Courtney wanted to go to Cambodia. Cool. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I wish I could go, but I hope you have a great time. Yeah. Um. She wanted to go to, uh, oh God, I forget where she's, Peru. Mm -hmm. Her friend hit her up, her old gymnastics friend hit her up. Hey, you want to go to Peru? Yeah. Hey, uh, I'm going to go with uh, so-and-so to Peru. Oh, okay. That's awesome. That sucks. I want to go because Machu Picchu, and I want to do DMT in the forest with some kind of uh, super tribesman. Uh, but have fun. Yeah. And she did. Never. And she's even admitted to this. Yeah. You know, that I've never, ever told her what mm -hmm. she can do, who she can be with ever. She's yeah. a free, she's a free soul. I'm a free soul. Yeah. That's not easy for people no. these days. That people, people aren't that. 
I mean, well, not people, but for the majority. You know, my my last relationship, a lot of the flack I got was that I didn't hang out with this person's parents enough. Granted, I saw these people, this person's parents more than I saw my own fucking parents. Now, this is where you see the difference in parents. You have this person's parents coming to them and making it a thing. Making it a thing where, well, Eric didn't come. Sad sack, right? Eric didn't come. Yeah, I got Sad shit coming. Fuck. I got shit coming up, motherfuckers. Like, what the fuck do you think this is? That, Like, if I got a fight coming up and you go to Lake Okoboji and that's your summer trip. And unfortunately, I never got to go. I always had something going on, right? Mm-hmm. I got a fight coming up. I'm not going to go sit on a beach, relax it up, drink, drink some Margs while somebody's training to kill me and rip my head off. And th- you don't have to be a fighter for this. Common fucking sense, motherfucker. There's a reason why you don't do my fucking job. There's a reason why. So on top of that, I'm getting flack. And the parents, I'm a little bit more on a rebel rebel side, right? I I understand that. Not perfect. But I'm more of a loner like our mom is. We're pretty, no. we're pretty perfect. We're, yeah, we're, we're perfect. <laughs> well, we need no, not at all, man. I'm, I'm head case sometimes. I got my oh, issues, yeah, right? I do too. But I noticed every single time it was an issue with her parents, and when I asked her, I'm like, "How many times do my parents throw a fit about not seeing you or me?" Never. Not once. Nope. Out of seven fucking years, not one fucking time. Yeah. She barely saw him. She she didn't want to go out of her way. Yeah, we should go to your parents' house. No, motherfucker. You you want to go drink with your parents, right? Because your parents live for the fucking weekend. So you want to go drink with your parents. Go drink with your parents. Don't get mad at me that I don't want to do that all the fucking time. Yeah. Well, you know, don't insist that I do. And and make that that that's a problem. Right. That's I, a like, problem. I'll I'll go to um, you know, Courtney or Courtney's mom, uh, Cheryl is so awesome she's so legit um welcome this tattooed older dude yeah she her she comes from a conservative family she didn't have to be nice and that she did right right and she she uh accepted me and she's been absolutely amazing but not everybody's like that no and coming from a totally different walk of life mom was a bodybuilder she Mm -hmm. understood discipline and athletic discipline so would she insist that you have to come on a, you know, trip to adventure? No, no, no she never, no. ever. Well, she and in never fact, make you feel guilty for making a choice on your own. And if you, in fact, to this day, if you ask mom to do something, does she sugarcoat it? No. If she don't want to do it, she goes, no, no. I don't want to do it. No. <laughs> there is no, no, I don't think no, so. All this bullshit people think, all, not only women, but guys too, people think you've got to kind of like, work your way around shit. Mom's blunt like that, and I'm so used to it that I actually respect the hell out of it. Nothing hurt my feelings. Hey, mom, you want to go on a walk with Amelia and Hulk? Nah. Okay, no. cool. <laughs> I'll, yeah. hit you. I'll hit you up, and I'll see what the what, what you're feeling like tomorrow. Thanks for keeping it real. Yeah, mom. man, keeping it fucking real. So, doing, doing what the fuck she wants, when the fuck she wants to do it. Yeah. And liberty is and always has been and always will be a big thing for me yeah i i like the idea of having a partner in my life yeah 
I like the idea of growing old with somebody and experiencing these things and having a stronger connection because if I've learned anything at 40, it's that, uh, that all of the other shit is pretty fruitless and mm-hmm. fleeting. And it doesn't really mean much. Yeah. You can get, you can go out and get as much ass as you want. It, it, the end game is to find somebody who's just like the, the what, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And I think a lot of people do that way too early. Too early. They, they don't even know who they are mm-hmm. until they're in their, I argue, late 20s, 30s. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I don't, maybe you don't ever know. Maybe mm-hmm. you just keep every 10 years, you're like, oh, I thought I knew. But um, I don't like the idea of getting into this life, basically, team. Mm-hmm. with somebody I don't think people think about it like life partnership yeah. team I gotta get into this thing and stick around with them for 50 years mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna be able to entertain any of the hundreds or thousands of people that I meet in my lifetime mm-hmm. one of the absolute most direct subjects I can speak on is I've never believed in monogamy yeah. I've never ever adhered to the idea that it makes sense for people, especially in today's day and age, to sleep with one person or two people mm-hmm. in their entire lifetime. Marry somebody at the age of 20 and go another 60 years to the ground. Yeah. And never sleep with anybody else. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. That's a long time. And I don't, I feel like it's not in any way natural. There are some monogamous species of animal. And I understand if you're a person of faith, you don't want to compare humans to animals. However, humans act more like animals than they do angels. Guys specifically. Guys specifically. And that's a chemical. It's a a chemical chemical thing. That's not, that's not you being a bad person, right? We've created a structure where rules, we get to be a good moral person. What happens to all these priests that suppress that shit? They end up raping little boys. Yes. And they do. And they do. And it's going against, it's going against like a chemical balance, right? That's, and even you, you tell doctors, doctors tell you a healthy sex life is good for you. If you, if you Oh, in every, in every, yeah, every single way. So, so for us as creatures, it's something, you know, that it's something that, that is a big part of our life. Let's talk about the health. Mm -hmm. Stress relief. Mm -hmm. Proven. Right. Um, Sleep. Way better sleep. Maybe I'm talking out my ass, but I think I read an article how it's good for your prostate too. I'm every, I'm sure. I think it is. is. I'm sure it is, but you get better sleep. Your testosterone level goes up. Yep. There's really no bad effect of it unless you have you get an STD or something like this, yeah. of course, which is obviously an issue. Yeah. But it, on a biological level, improves bodily function. Yeah. There's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> There's a reason that the testosterone that men have running through their body makes them want to fuck everything that moves it for a certain period in their life. Mm-hmm. Because... There was once upon a time, far, far, or long, long ago, that people can't possibly wrap their mind around, where there weren't that many people. Yeah. And your job as a man who made it to a point that you could produce sperm... Start spreading. ...was to fuck every... Spread. To... to, to Populate. Populate. Yep. That meant if you had an opportunity to populate, mm-hmm. you did. Mm-hmm. You copulated. 
And uh, in this same time frame, whether we want to admit it or not, women were having to seek protection from mm -hmm. men mm -hmm. and male figures because it was a horrible, horrible time. It's well, not like history started in the 50s or 60s. Like there, Not that long ago, women were treated sub substandard. And I mean, we, we go back, being a woman, a lot of times probably raped. Oh, absolutely. Uh, um, if, a man, absolutely. if a man wants it, they were going to take it. Yeah. Unless you had somebody that was protecting you. It doesn't seem plausible on any level except for religion. Yeah. A man-made construct. You were talking about religion. You were talking about the suppression of, of sexuality. Yeah. Uh, specific to the Catholic Church. Mm -hmm. uh, it, I'm sure it's you've seen it elsewhere in other times, but most recently, the most prevalent and nasty case of this, over decades, like decades. Yeah. And proactively covered up by the Catholic Church, uh, who knows how many victims of yeah. hundreds probably thousands upon thousands of victims um other pastors other priests that are allowed to live a natural life mm -hmm. and reproduce they don't molest little boys they don't molest they're, little they're girls. not they're not suppressed they're you know? acting naturally yeah right mm -hmm. they don't need to to read every single bit of doctrine as literary literal right they can see some figurative or context in it mm -hmm. and they go oh yeah well i can i can read the science and the scripture i can and yeah i can, find I can take i can yeah. find a balance and yeah. and they do they find a balance where they can lead a moral life and, and you know practice their faith mm -hmm. and then the catholic church that suppresses their faith and are exposed to children victimize those children well, what was what was that documentary on Netflix? Took place in the '60s. I never so, watched it. I dude, knew it would make me so mad. Dude, I didn't want to watch it. I knew that I would just want to hunt those it, fuckers down. And, and well, what what made me mad about it? Because it was I was fuming, just hoping for justice. Right. Um, I think it was like '69. I want to say something like that. It was later '60s. I want to say. Yeah. All through the '60s, but um, Catholic uh, girl school, right? Yeah. A nun, right? So a nun, the nun, she was she was murdered, right? Right. She went missing, and no one knew who did it, why it happened. You know, you know, pronounced dead. She was gone, right? I think they found the remains, um, or did they? No, they found remains of one of the nuns. There was two nuns, uh, a nun and a friend. They, I think, they were roommates or something. But pretty much, that so you go through this whole timeline. You find out that these, the the priest, the principal, right, the high priest or whatever, and the vice principal, were raping, not a couple, hundreds. Oh sure, hundreds of kids, and these kids. The reason that they killed these nuns is a couple of these girls went to the nun because they it was the nun was their teacher. Yeah, and told her. And um, she was going to do something about it, right? Yeah. They were afraid she was going to talk. So they ended up killing her, right? As these accusations came up, more girls started stepping forward and saying, these guys are molesting us, mm -hmm. these principals. And they got graphic with it. Like, you can see the pain in the girl's eyes. It definitely happened. You know, it was a forced thing. And they used religion. God's not going to love you if you don't, you know, say just manipulate you want manipulation that's manipulation so they went on they went on and did this and imagine this 
These are people that are claiming to be men of God. Yeah, and they're revered. Because re remember, at the time, there's no internet. So keeping things under wraps, kids are already being brainwashed with religion. They don't know what the fuck. If, if, if a high priest tells a young girl, you're going to go to hell if you don't do this, God's going to, you know, God wants you to do this. They don't what, believe, they don't, though. They, they don't. You can't believe. You can't believe. If you, you got, if you believe you're going to burn in hell for all of eternity, mm -hmm. you know that you're going to burn for that. So if you do that, you don't believe. Yeah. Well, that's the way I see it. Well, well, what I got from it is they were they were making it religious like, oh, the, you've got to satisfy your 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 principle or whatever. Now, they they know it's all bullshit. They even them believing religion. Obviously, they don't really believe in it because they're going against it. But these girls are like 12, 13. Like they don't so you're imprinting upon them you're sexually assaulting them. Yeah. And you're imprinting upon them a reason or an attachment to God. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah. If there is a hell, you're absolutely going there. Yeah. If, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 yeah Which yeah. is why I contest it. You would never willingly cast yourself into eternal fire for all time for any piece of action. Right. Whether it be criminal or otherwise. Right. So these people can't possibly believe in what they, they're preaching. Right, exactly. They're utilizing their position of power mm -hmm. to rape prepubescent yep. kids. Yeah. So the biggest thing that made me mad, like that infuriated me. But what I couldn't believe is when accusations started coming up and more girls were stepping forward. They didn't fire them or... Make him go through the judicial system. They moved him. They moved him yeah. to another school where he did it even more. So what made me super mad about this is because now we got technology. In the late, I want to say like 2014, they finally had all this evidence. They built all this evidence. They went back. They got it. They got all these people against them. But they were dead. One of them died like 10 years before and the main principal guy that was like orchestrating the whole deal died the year before they could convict him. So he lived his entire life getting away with raping a serial, hundreds. A serial rapist. A serial rapist yep. that was looked at, Through oh, you're church. a priest. Through yeah, you're you're good. You're holy. He used God. Mm-hmm. And it was in fear. And I, I remember thinking, I was pissed when it ended because I was thinking, they got these motherfuckers. Nope. They didn't get it. And I, I, I told Luke, I was living with Luke when I was watching this. I'm like, if I had, I'll tell you right now, if I had a time machine, the way I was feeling, if I had a time machine right now, I wouldn't go back. I wouldn't see someone I want to see or, you know, some, some Just murder, positive. Murder, murder, I would go murder the fuck out of them and it would be brutal. Yeah. Well, and brutal. this is the thing. There's going to be people out there that say, well... God will get him. No. <laughs> That's but, not how Look. Yeah. Maybe he will. Maybe he won't. Yeah. But people like you and me deserve to kill motherfuckers like Yeah. That. Yep. Or if any, if, if I have any yin and yang, mm -hmm. any balance. Balance. Of, of peaceful warrior mm -hmm. but violent exterminator yeah 
if if we do this and we put ourselves in situations where we're being strangled and stretched and punched and kicked and we do it to temper ourselves and humble ourselves so we won't victimize the innocent yeah maybe the dark side of that should be people like us should get to victimize yeah the guilty well well and people, it's i i would this is this is so against everything that i'm about but i'll beat that guy to death yeah it's an old man yeah i'll beat him to death oh yeah for that yeah just so that these victims can know what's up but um most of society would go oh you're a barbarian no i'm not a barbarian they're a barbarian well well and this this gets to a point where you know it's a fight sometimes you got to fight fire with fire yes right like you're gonna put this guy in jail for his whole life what two years yeah yeah or or 20 years who cares well and not only that with with the way our system is now if you got money or you got pull you're gonna get out it's all a money game hashtag epstein right and i'm fucking waiting for that that's i I, i'm i don't know i don't know if i am i i'm waiting the, the, the bodies that are in charge of this thing the fbi yeah right i mean come on we have people apparently yeah untouchables royals within our culture at the highest levels i can't see how i can expect any government body of any kind whether they be investigative or anything to actually pull this shit out if it's well and what i think is going to happen because i think it's a damned if you do damned if you don't if that list comes out people are going to lose it they're going to revolt you think you think the civil unrest now what the Black Lives Matter is bad because this, this now maybe doesn't have everybody's attention, but there's a lot of people, especially with the internet, sharing this shit. And that's why I keep putting it out because I'm like, guys, a list comes out and you got a bunch of our high ups on that list. It's time to overthrow. You know what bothers me about the list? Hmm. That it's still not out. It should, yeah, it should have been if out. The, if these people have the power that we think that they do. Yeah. To get somebody murdered in a high security prison. Yeah. They can change paper. Right, right. So this is this is what my thought process. This is what I'm expecting to happen. The actual list isn't gonna come out. No. There'll be some sacrifices. They're not lines. they're not gonna pull what they did with Epstein and Killer. Because people are waiting. They know. They know if she dies, she's in the same prison, I think. I'm pretty sure she's in the same prison. They even announced she's on suicide watch. Of course. Right? If she dies, that's a green light. If the list, the real list comes out, that's a green light. Either way, I say people revolt. That's the time to go. I think a fake list comes out. Yeah. It'd be, if, if a list or, takes or, this long. Or the list, if they do have high ups, they're going to be celebrities. And they're going to be people, not people of power. Not people that are controlling our government. Sacrificial lands. Right. There will right. be people that will take the fall. That's what I think is going to happen. And those people will probably uh, name names yeah. of people that didn't take the fall, but nobody will believe them anyway because they're pedophiles. Yeah, exactly. So. Exactly. <laughs> well, it'll, yeah, be, it'll be interesting to see how that unfolds. But um, the, the, the thing with monogamy is my, my thought on this always was, and most people never saw eye to eye with me on this one i thought monogamy uh 
2,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. Easier to do. You're not well, packed like, together. You're not seeing all of these different options. And at the time, at the time, you're still getting a moral structure, right? You're trying to progress, I guess, as a race, right? So I get it at yeah. that point. Well, and it, also, you probably just honestly don't run into people that much. You, yeah. know, you might yeah, be yeah. a group of a collective you know, people, mm-hmm. but the opportunities aren't what they are on Facebook. Right. You got options, thousands upon thousands of options. That doesn't mean that you can just go, uh, or you should just go bang everybody that you possibly can. But it doesn't not mean that. Yeah. It doesn't set any kind of limitation. Mm-hmm. It seems like sex now is shamed constantly. Yeah. It's constant sex shaming all the time. Mm-hmm. And if, you know, women have been dealing with it for a long time. If women sleep with a lot of people. She's a slut. Slut, right. The guy do, does it. He's the man. Right. Um, which I don't really think that's really the case. But uh, you you have that in our society. And my, my thought behind it was always this. I want to have freedom. Mm-hmm. I want to have liberty to do whatever I want. Yeah. When I'm in a relationship, that doesn't mean that I'm going to be uh, always trying to seek other things. Mm-hmm. But for the longest time I withheld, why would I want to be in a relationship with somebody who's going to proactively limit my options in any way? Right, right. Why is it not possible where a relationship exists, where two people can support each other, they can do whatever they want, but they Mm -hmm. agree to be in this partnership and life together forever. Mm -hmm. They're not gonna entertain a second or third wife or any crazy, you know, uh, polygamous numbers or anything like that. Yeah. But every once in a while, they want a hall pass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I just watched. Which is that a great movie. movie. God, it's that a great good. movie. Um, they want uh, to have no rules. They want to be able to go hook up with people every once in a while. Mm-hmm. To me, this is super controversial for people to hear, but I think that's a healthy thing. Mm-hmm. I think it's healthy to have interaction. Mm-hmm. I think it's healthy to uh, feel invigorated by meeting somebody new and, and potentially sleeping with somebody new every once in a while in your life right? and not committing to one person for years and decades. Mm-hmm. And I think this happens in a lot of relationships, not mm-hmm. necessarily even with kids, just in relationships. It's like the running joke, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, girl will give you head until you get married. And then she... And then, it, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> she didn't want to have any part Who of it. Who are you in? It's, it, and it's, it, that's strange. That's yeah. really weird to me. But it never made sense to me that human beings with all of the complexities of the social interactions we have over 80 years sometimes, mm-hmm. we're just gonna sleep with one person with the rest of it. It doesn't seem natural. Right. You have, uh, you have uh, exposure to many, many other people. Why is it such a bad idea? Mm-hmm. Why is it so hard for people to swallow that I can be in a relationship with person A and we can be out on vacation somewhere and I can meet person B and sleep with them and I'm not in love with that person. Right. And she she might not be in love with me. They don't have to be. We don't have to be. Right. We can have a fun little memory. Females, I it, it's more of an, an emotional connection. I feel oh, absolutely. It's, it's more of a, like you said, if, if you're banging other chicks, I think the girl's afraid they're going to lose you or you, don't, you love them less, right? Because they're not giving you what you want. Us being guys, testosterone, what does testosterone do? Even old people, why do old people take testosterone? Old people don't take testosterone to fucking pump up in the gym and get fucking huge. They take it for their libido. They Mm -hmm. take it because they can't get hard anymore. That's what 
Then when the testosterone kick starts kicking in, it's not, and this is going to sound shallow, but it's the way it is. Any guy, if any guy tells a female out there listening to this, that they don't want to bang other chicks or they don't look at other chicks and want to bang them, they're full of shit. Yeah. And they're liars. Well, so let's talk about that. I don't think a lot of women, and I could be totally wrong on this. I'm, I might not have the appropriate perspective. Uh, there's some women out there that have very hungry sexual appetites. When you're a teenage boy and then a young man mm -hmm. or even a grown man, the thought of sex is so distracting and so frequent that it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. I've spent a lot of time thinking about how much time I've spent thinking about sex. Yeah. It dominates your thoughts. Oh yeah. It dominates the male mind to a point that it's annoying. If women could jump inside the male mind, they would realize that if they would just let their man occasionally run out and get a little piece of side puss, their whole mental health package would be way more robust. Mm -hmm. if, if a guy doesn't have some kind of physical sexual satisfaction after they hit puberty for more than a week, they get edgy. Yeah, edgy. They get really edgy. There's a reason why professional fighters for many, many years, whether it's based in science or not, have chosen to abstain because it makes you very aggressive. Yeah. And there's been other fighters that have said, and other athletes that have said, no, that's bullshit. Mm -hmm. Fucking increases testosterone. It makes you loose. There's arguments either way. Yeah. But when I don't have sex for a certain period of time, I get very edgy. Irritable. Very irritable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very distracted, staring at ass all day long. Mm -hmm. um, it's incredibly animalistic. Yeah. I do not feel it's the same for females. Mm -mm. I feel like what you said is more accurate. There, our instinctive urge on a core instinct primate level, whether we're primates or just animals, um, not getting into that theological discussion, yeah. is to procreate, yeah. is to see a woman have sex with that woman. I see another attractive woman. I want to have sex with that woman. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean I want to be with all of them. Mm -hmm. it, it makes sense when I get older to have one of these women that I've met along the years that's going to accompany me into old age. Yeah. Um, but... I don't think that's the way it's supposed to be naturally in the beginning. I think in the beginning, you have uh, men looking typically for the youngest female possible, mm -hmm. uh, the youngest breeding age female, and mm -hmm. people are going to chew us up about this. Yeah. Speaking about this, they're going to chew us up so bad. But I'm talking truly instinctive, primitive yep. level. Yep. If my desire is to procreate, because of species survival, mm -hmm. I'm going to look for the youngest um, uh, person that can procreate. Yeah. Why? Because the youngest person is the least likely to have deformities, diseases, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So that's that's why older men are ob uh, often attracted to younger women, and mm -hmm. why younger women are attracted to older, older men. Older guys. Why are right. younger women often attracted to older men? Because they provide security, yep. maturity, safety. Mm -hmm. So the instinctive urge of females, not all, but some, is to seek attention and eventual acceptance by one male that will guide with them and walk with them and support them through life. Mm -hmm. That woman will still wander out of the cave mm -hmm. and get dicked by Bob the Caveman down the street mm -hmm. or down the mountain ridge every once in a while, but not often. Mm -hmm. She likes Tom. Yeah. And Tom's br brings her meat all the time and doesn't club her over the head anymore with his big 
caveman club. He's a pretty nice dude. But if she gets away, she's fine. But while he's out there getting the meat, he'll fuck everything that he comes upon. Mm-hmm. Anything that he can, anything that he sees as attractive, he'll he'll reproduce with that. Fast forward, we haven't really evolved that much. No. Now we have Tinder. We don't have, and think about this, for 500 years ago, mm-hmm. the pop, I don't know what the population of Earth is, we should look it up. Not it's even way close. less than yeah, it is yeah. now. Let's say you live in a village, mm-hmm. and there's hardly anybody there. There's very few people there. There might be not any people of the opposite sex, or if you're attracted to people of the same sex, in your community that you're attracted to, mm-hmm. and then some new per- family moves to town. Mm-hmm. And Betsy Sue walks by, and she's just got, she's the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. You don't see Betsy Sue on Facebook every day. Right. You barely see Betsy Sue. Yeah. You might see Betsy Sue like, once every six months, mm-hmm. once every year. So once you see her, you have to make connection with her and contact, communicate with her. Mm-hmm. You don't have a lot more uh, options. Mm-hmm. So when you see somebody like Betsy Sue, holy shit. Yeah. You don't see those every day. Right, right. Now you do see them every day. Mm-hmm. You see them every hour on the hour. They're all over. And the, the, the ones that you see on the hour expect you after a few dates to start making strange commitments to them. So let's talk about the, the plethora of women yeah. on, in, out in the Tinder universe okay. that are uh, 20-somethings, mm-hmm. maybe even 30-somethings. Mm-hmm. And some of these women and men are out there and they're looking to date and some of them are out there and they're looking to hook up and it's whatever, not, not judging anybody. Yeah. But it seems like this constant need for validation, looking for this perfect man, right, leads them down the wrong path sometimes. Yeah, and the same old victim story over and over. Again. Right. Well, and so I, we'll we'll definitely touch on that and how social media. <laughs> oh, Eric's jumping in. <laughs> yeah, yep. he's been waiting on, for on, his... on how social media, how social media changes changes the game. Like for the better and the worse. 50 or 60% of divorces have something to do with this. Oh, man. I well, and I wasn't married, but I can tell you 100% right now, the demise of my relationship was social media. Oh, you're so, not alone. Yeah, there's social a, there's media. Con- there's millions of people so, out there. And then a girl that I was talking to recently, not dating. This was the story I want to tell. Not dating, not in a relationship, this how social good. media completely destroyed that. But I want to go back and I want to say, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I've been with a lot of women. When I say been with a lot of women, I've slept with a lot of women. How many relationships have I been in? Two. Two. I've been in two relationships. So when we talk about females thinking that fucking is like, you know, the end all or they don't love me anymore. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. Me, if I'm going to be in a relationship, I don't just jump into... Now, a lot of females do this because they do get slut-shamed, right? A good way to hide your tracks or not be known as a slut is just date a guy, break up with him, date another guy. As long as you're dating... Dating. Well, of course, you're having sex. You're dating him. That's your your mate, right? So there's a lot of... But if you fuck somebody three, four times, you ain't dating. You're not dating, right? The, The demise of my relationship, okay, regardless of, you know, actually doing anything or committing to anything or, you know, doing any physical acts with this person. 
my ex found a bunch of messages on my Facebook. Now, I'm a fucking idiot. I was entertaining it, but going back to what we said, being a guy, fuck man, if there's hot ass and they talk to me, I'm gonna talk back. You know, I'm I sorry. Mean, dude, like, I'm I sorry. Mean, they're gonna kill us. I, they're hey, kill they're us. gonna kill us. I'm being honest. Hey, and this is one of my biggest pet peeves. <laughs> this is one of my biggest pet peeves. <laughs> now we're getting into it. One of my biggest pet peeves is females will bitch so much about how they want an honest guy. You don't want an honest guy. That's correct. It's that's bullshit. That's correct. You see it on the Tinder pro. I like trust trustworthy people. People that are, well, here's the thing. I can still be a piece of shit, and if I'm honest with you, you're gonna fucking hate my guts. Yeah, and that's the that's you're absolutely right. I'm glad you brought that up because people generally the hatred that we have received mm-hmm. individually and collectively, you and I, mm-hmm. has been has come at the hands of transparency. Yeah, it's come at the hands of honesty and, and brutal honesty, and we got that from our mom. Yeah, um, which is crazy. To wagon wheel it back to that but um honesty is not what they're looking for the most of them yeah. there are some true alpha women out there yeah yeah there are um just like there are some alpha men mm-hmm. that they do want and mm-hmm. they celebrate it mm-hmm. and, and kudos to them that to me those are the hottest women to me right right those are the women that i'm like whoa mm-hmm. when it came to this deal right i got caught and i didn't deny it i said yeah i was looking at the titties I mean, shit, yeah, hey, you got me, right? She sent me birthday titties. Right, got me. This deal that happened, I know sat with her for a long time because in all the disputes we've gotten in the years between, it's come up. Yeah. And it, it's come, even in our when our relationship was in a good, good state, I'm smart enough to know when she'd bring it up joking, I knew yeah. it was bugging her, yeah. right? So I mean, you're still bringing it up. Right, right, right. So it got to a point in our relationship, honestly, best our relationship had ever been. Um, me maturing, especially after dad died. I said, okay, I spent a lot of time with this woman. Like, I can't, I can't do shit like that to her anymore. Right. You know? I remember you telling me that. And yeah, and I told her, and through this, and I got proof. I got proof in the messages. Oh, social media, right? Don't delete. It's, it's there forever. I, yeah. I got it. I got records of it. Um, when we got into it, those came up, but what happened was I was watching, I was watching, uh, walking dead in our bed and she went through my phone and she felt like going through my phone because she, she says there was a distance between us. Now the distance where I will agree is I'm a night owl. She got up early, right? So at night I'd be up. She wants me laying in bed with her, right? Well, there are certain things I do and I'm not going to give them up. I'm my own person. We can do this thing together, but I'm my own person. So she caught this and this, this other woman decided to send me, you know, things that even things that I didn't ask for, but sent me, sent me these, these pictures and these videos. She saw them and I woke up to her, obviously pissed. I'm like, what's your deal? She's like, you check your face. She's like, um, is there anything you want to tell me? And I'm like, no. <laughs> This no. conversation always goes right. Well. Yeah, <laughs> I go no, no. What what the fuck's the deal? She's like, check your Facebook, and I saw it, and I'm like, this is the nail in the coffin because, and I'm like, not because of these, because these I can defend myself. I got messages, even with the same person saying, I love, I love so and so, and I'm making this work, and I've got messages with like two, three other girls that came to me 
hit me up on social media that I even showed her that yeah. where I said, no, I'm in a happy relationship, you know, stuff like that. But what the nail in the coffin was, was years ago. Those yeah. messages, right? Those, those stayed with her. So social media in a sense, and I'm not backing up the, the, the things I did. I did some shitty things, right? And I, I admit, I've, I've said the same thing to her. But social media, right? I feel like, and this is from a selfish standpoint, if social media wasn't a thing, I would have went through my phase, you know, dad passed and I'm like, no, I need to take this seriously. She deserves better. And we'd still be together. Mm -hmm. We'd probably be in a way better spot. We'd probably be happy as hell, you know? So social media, and especially nowadays, people live so much in social media. What she did, she looks for things. It's not coming across things. Every time that she saw something on social media, she was searching for it. Right. She was looking for something. So like you say, divorce, all that stuff. I think that's what happens. Everybody lives in social media and especially a, a lot of women, I'm not going to say all, there's a lot of women that are insecure, right? I mean, uh, so many, so many that are insecure. They're going to look for th something and it may, it may not be as bad as actual cheating. It might be a conversation with a female that's completely fine, but they will build it up as something romantic you are doing with that person. So it's very hard in this age to keep things together with social media, I think. I always said, and I always told my ex, if I didn't fight and I didn't need social media, I wouldn't fucking have it. Yeah. Wouldn't fucking have it. It's a platform for all kinds of shit, mm -hmm. good and bad. More on a lighter note, that's more depressing. I don't want to depress everybody with my stories. <laughs> this is a funny one, okay? So I, I meet this girl on Tinder, bombshell, bombshell, mm -hmm. just bad, bad Betty. We're not in a relationship. I told her I just got out of a seven-year relationship. I'm not jumping right into another one. Like if anything happens, like it's going to be a while. And I said that. That mm -hmm. was the forewarning. And, and she, she went, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Oh, at the okay. time, yeah, honeymoon sure, phase, fine. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. No, I understand. Hey, I'm really open-minded. So I, I understand that. So we we hang out. Granted, I'm driving to Des Moines every fuck, and you know this because I would tell you guys, I was gone every fucking weekend. I went up there, I think our thing was three to four months is this whole time we're talking. And she wouldn't come down. Her reasoning for co not coming down was, well, I'm not going to come down if we're just fucking. And I go, okay. One, when I go up there, we don't just fuck. We Are you insinuating that you're going to drive down here and I'm going to fuck you and then tell you to get out of my house? Right. That's right. insulting. Right. So now this is where the mind fuck comes, right? And even this girl to this she's day to doesn't know what the fuck she's saying. I can talk circles around this chick and she's just oblivious. She wants to believe what she wants to believe. So... I tell her, I'm like, well, when, when I go down there, you have no problem with me tearing that ass up. We'll literally sit in your room and fuck all day. You don't have a fucking problem with it, right? There is no, oh, I feel like all we do is just sex. No, you had no problem. And matter of fact, all the good times we had when I would leave, she's like, I felt really good about this weekend. Oh, I'm sure you did. Because you didn't have to do shit. 
You didn't have to drive. You didn't have to make that commitment. So this girl came down twice. Okay. So we talk about the, okay, I'm going to fuck you and leave. Right. Every weekend I went down there, I'd go down on Fridays, maybe early Saturdays. I'd stay all the way through sun. So I'd stay the night Sunday and I'd even wake up early with her. She had to go to work on Monday. I would wake up, drive two hours back to then my day have to start. Right. Sounds exhausting. It, it is exhausting. But I was like, damn, this is a cool chick. You know, we political views. We see it eye to eye on a lot of stuff. She's banging hot. It's like that butterfly feeling, right? Like, oh man, this is this is kind of cool. So I tell her that. She comes down twice. So I probably went down there nine or ten times, right? She comes down twice. Both times she comes down, not even for 24 hours. She's in like and out. she comes later, a little bit later, hangs out, fucks me, stays the night, and then leaves early morning. Or Fucks me and then leaves right after. And I go, so what you're telling me, right, is you don't you don't want to come here if you're just fucking, but I'm not kicking you out. You're deciding to leave. But then when I come up, I gotta stay the whole fucking weekend, right? I gotta I gotta do all this shit. Granted, I we weren't in a relationship. Mom met this chick. I even said, Yeah, come meet my mom. Kind of giving her that, hey we could work this towards something, right? She introduced me to some of her family, stuff like that. Still going. So we get to a point about two months in where she's like, she dropped the hammer on me out of nowhere. Everything's fine the way it is. Drops the hammer. Well, I'm not just going to keep doing this if we're, we're not anything. And I'm like, well, I told you, like, we're talking right now. I like you a lot. Like, I want to get to that point, but got to wait some time. So there was some friction there. She got mad at me, yelled at me, didn't talk for a week. Okay. She wanted an official declaration. Right, right. You want, you you, look, you and I both know the most, I've told Courtney this, I've told every woman that I've ever, I've ever been with this. Mm -hmm. And this is part of the truths that they don't like. The most important thing that I can give to you is my time yeah yep if i give you time and i go drive if i drive anywhere for you let alone to fucking des moines and i hang out with you for three days and we're, it's chill and we're cool and we're having a good time and you're telling me it's really good and then you come into my place you're trying to set some kind of expectation right she's trying to reel you into being in a relationship yeah she's trying to take control and it's that silent control. It's that fu- right, right. Who do you think I am? Yeah, well, and that's with my personality. I know what you're doing, yeah. and I'm gonna call you out on it, and then it's gonna make you mad. And it's gonna be uncomfortable. It's gonna make you mad, right? Be, yeah. So we we go through this whole thing where we don't talk for a week, and then I'm just kind of like bummer. But that's I what, what do I? So she hits me up. Oh, you still think about me? Yada yada yada. You miss me? I'm like, you know what? There's a lot I like about you. I do. And like, we can work at this. But I I explained to her exactly like this. Every time we get one of these risks, when I'm thinking relationship, I'm thinking red flag. Yeah. So we're taking two steps back. So the only way we're going to go forward is you got to make some changes or we got to come up about some changes we can do together to go forward. Because I'm not. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of time, right? 
So regardless, even though I say all of this shit, we get back into the same shit we were doing before. Oh yeah, we're hanging out. We're having a good time. We're fucking yada, yada, yada. But I'm not, I, to, I, I told her, I'm like, I'm not, not in a relationship with you. So this happens about two times. After the second time, things will be good between us. Now I still had Tinder. I still had Bumble. When we were first talking those first two months and she met mom and all that shit, I actually got rid of it because she 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 kind of asked me to. And I didn't feel like I needed to. I Like, I wasn't doing anything wrong. But I'm like, okay. Like, I'm coming here. I'm training through the week. I'm not doing anything during the week. I, and I see it. you on the weekend. So there is no time for me to entertain any other one. Right. Well, once I saw this red flag after two times of this happening, I kept it up because I'm like, at this point, it's a numbers game. I'm not confident that you're going to change and we're going to see eye to eye. So I'm not going to get rid of my options. I'm going to keep shit there. I'm driving two fucking hours to see you. If I if I find someone I really like in Cedar Rapids, you natural know, right, natural selection. So you better work. So, you know, this goes down. Then I start, we'll have a good weekend. Then I start getting attitude. And I'd be like, where the fuck's this coming from? And then she would, you're still on Tinder, aren't you? And I'm like, one, it's not really your business, but what, why do you ask? And she never would tell me. So then I started putting two and two together. When I started matching with some people on Tinder, they were following me on Instagram. This girl was watching my Instagram. Go back. After hanging out two months, she said I was hiding her. Her reasoning for hiding her was I wasn't posting pictures with her on Instagram. Mm. That was the deal breaker for her. Yeah, and this is the this is the the cop out dumbest fucking excuse I've ever heard. Well, I'm a girl and I just want to be I just want to be appreciated and I feel like you should want to, you know, show people or show me off a little bit to people. I'm like, "No. Matter Yeah, yeah, right? Matter <laughs> of fact." And I go, "Now here's the irony, right? This is my bitch." Here's the irony. This chick, right? I got a blue check mark. I'm not a big celebrity, but technically I'm a public figure. Yeah. I got like close to 10,000 followers. This chick's got like 25,000 followers. What are all her pictures? What are they? Tits hanging out. Look at these tits. And then got some white Sucks white girl tits response tits. like live, laugh, love. And I'm fucking got my titties hanging out. Get the fuck out of here. You're looking for attention. Now. That's not a problem with me. You can do whatever. This goes back to the manipulate. As long as you're doing it and owning it. Do Yeah, own it. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. I didn't gripe once about your Instagram. Not fucking once. You could start a fans only account. I don't give a fuck, <laughs> right? I don't give a fuck. Freedom. I go, you're, you're literally following my Instagram. You have no merit behind your beliefs. You're seeing if it's a female following me, you're assuming it's from Tinder or Bumble or a dating app, right? And then I go, person, I go, person, look at my Instagram. Is it all just shameless selfies? There's more political shit on there than there is anything else. I'm not, I'm not trying, I'm a vain person. I think I look good. I like to show it off, but I'm not doing it every fucking day. That's not every single fucking post. So I tell her this and then she thinks I'm attacking her because she's posting all these selfies, right? So goes down to, she does this a couple times. 
and you know we're still hanging out we're still banging whatever and i'm thinking okay maybe she'll just get who i am and realize that you know i'm not not trying to play her we're just not dating and, and you're not changing who you are and change. i'm not changing who i am so gets to a point where it was kind of the end like we didn't talk you know and out of nowhere i get a snap do you still think of me and i'm like yeah you know, I liked hanging out with you. We had a good time. She's like, yeah, I still think about you too. Right? So then... Cool. Right. So then she's, she cool. wants to start texting. And she wants to start messaging. Right? And so we go down this road. Now, the whole time, and I'll be honest, I, I don't talk to this girl anymore. I blocked her on all my shit. So there's no reason for me to lie. And all the time I was talking to this girl, I didn't fuck anybody else. On the end, was I on Tinder? Was I entertaining other people? Sure, right? One of the last times I hung out with this chick, we're hanging out and I see her phone go off and it's some fucking dude. Hey, sexy, you want to get a drink later? Yeah. Didn't say anything. Mm -hmm. I go, oh, okay, I get it. We're not, we're not in a relationship. So then when she, the boss, she, yeah. brings up, she brings up the Tinder shit and I go, hey. I'm like, I don't know if you know this person from in your past, or you just met him out on the street, but I'm, I'm almost guaranteeing you were on Tinder and you met this dude and you guys were texting while you're talking to me. So you are doing the exact yes. same fucking thing you're accusing me of doing, mm -hmm. but you're, you're saying I'm a piece of shit and I'm treating you poorly, but you can do whatever the fuck you want. Right? Okay. So so that goes down. She goes, yeah, we weren't talking for a week. Yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, it was the same thing for me. Same fucking thing for me. So then it gets to a point where this girl starts following me. And it was from Tinder. This girl starts following her. The girl messages her like, hey, do I know you? And they start to talking. And she's like, yeah, I matched with, with Eric on Tinder. And then this, uh, the chick I'm talking, like, kind of talking to just goes nuts. I knew it. You're talking on. Here's the thing. I don't go and follow every guy, which they're all guys, because you're an Instagram. I guarantee you, you're talking to multiple people. Yes. Now, the fact that you are going to take it on your own, someone you're not even in a relationship with, and you're going to start stalking people that follow me. Yeah, that pisses me off. That's weird. That's too. weird. That's psycho, and that pisses me off. Yeah, like now you're now you're you're fucking you're fucking with my shit, and you're giving me crazy vibes. That's so, why. That's why you you are still single despite your right your, your obvious desire to not be single. Right. So this goes down. She messaged me after we don't talk for a week, week and a half, and she's like, "You still think of me?" Yada yada yada. So then starts messaging again, and it's not crazy message, but message here and there. Yeah. Right. So then it comes to a point where there's a phone call. I don't know who, who called who maybe shit. Maybe I was even drunk at the time. Maybe I called her. I don't know. Maybe like a booty call or something. I call her and we're talking or whatever. And there, there was a rift. We'd gotten an argument and I started asking her questions. Right. I, because she started accusing me of the same shit. I'm a piece of shit. And I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm treating her like nothing, all this shit. So I asked her, I'm like, okay. I'm like, well, I told you I haven't slept anybody, with anybody. I'm like, have you slept with anybody? She goes, silent. 
I go, and not even mad, I go, you did. You did. Of she goes, you, did. you know what she, she does? Yeah, okay, so I did. So I did, I was tr I'm trying to get over you. I go, oh, so, you're, so you're getting over me, yet you're still texting me, right? Oh. So our relationship has not changed. Our relationship is the same it's been through this course of months. So now you're calling the kettle black. You're getting mad at me for people following me on Instagram. When I go, you're, you did the, the big kibosh. You yeah. actually fucked somebody. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm laughing at this. I'm not mad. I'm laughing because the irony. I'm like, you literally fucked somebody. And then her words, her words exactly. Yeah, so I had sex with someone else. So what? I go... Then I should just be fucking everybody and you shouldn't be a fucking Mad crazy psycho. No. Yeah. Right? That's why you still sing. So I still had I still had some of her clothes. She had one of my tank tops. I get on my alpha shit and I'm like, this bitch is fucking stupid. I don't care. I'm like, she's not having any of my shit. I'm gonna go to Des Moines. I'm gonna drive to Des Moines. I'm gonna give her shit back. She's gonna give me my tank top back. Boom, I go do it. She's trying to talk, and I'm like, I ain't fucking having it. I'm not fucking doing it, right? Yep. Take my tank. And I'm like, and my my mis my mistake was, I did that. I had someone uh, following me, uh, a Tinder, another Tinder date in in uh, Des Moines, and I was gonna drop my shit off, and then I'm going to this girl's house because I'm gonna smash. Hey, this, she's completely open. Two two uh, two for one special. The whole time in this, I think I, I think she knew who it was because she always kept bringing up, I, you matched with one of my friends. And I didn't put two and two together. Even when I told you, I was kind of psyched out about like how the hell she knows yeah. who, uh, where this story's she's going. You're going to know. She's doing deep field research. She though. did such deep research. And when I say somebody followed me, I would, I would get a response or something from this girl in 15 minutes. That means she's at work yeah. refreshing my shit. So I call this chick and the chick's like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm working right now and uh, I'll be off soon. You can just come to my house. So then I go to this chick's house and this chick's phone, she goes, what's this? And shows me and it's a message from person A. This person messaged this girl that I'm hooking up with about how she needs to get tested because you know I'm a player. All this, all this, the the irony. I didn't sleep with anybody. This chick slept with somebody. I'm like, maybe I should because of your dumbass motherfucker. I don't know what you're doing. So, yeah, she's she's casting judgment when she's the most guilty. Right, right. So she's she's uh she messaged this girl completely cockblock. Of course, the girl's like, I don't want to get into any of this drama. Yada 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 yada. When it comes to how she she knows this person. She doesn't know this person. This person's six years older than her. And she went to high school with her brother. But she justifies it saying she knows her. This chick has never seen her in person in her life. Right. And, and this is the thing. <laughs> uh, this is another reason that we get into trouble with the, with the ladies. Because when, when ladies get comfortable with us, mm -hmm. they start telling us what to do. And when they start telling it's us what to do, we immediately rebel. It's the worst thing you can possibly do. With, with, with us, it is the worst thing that you can possibly do. Yeah. Um, I think the same is with my mom. I think mom's the same oh, way. Oh, 
Uh, yeah. But she, I think she imprinted that upon us. And when, when somebody tells us no, when really anybody tells us no, immediately, I'm now I almost <laughs> have to do it. Yeah. 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 Now I almost have yep. to do it. And if you're not open to an idea, if you're kind of closed minded to an idea, and I feel like there's no rational reason why yeah. you're closed minded to it, I'm going to be upset about it. Yeah. And I'm not going to be able to not talk to you about it until we resolve this. Um, but I do want to make a point. Yeah. The, the funny point is, and this goes back, we said it before, but just to put it out there, us, us being the alphas we are, not only the sport we do comes from our mom, yeah. a female. Yeah. It doesn't come from our dad. No. Our dad was the opposite. The nurturer. Yeah. The nurturer, right? So this isn't some guy pound your chest shit. This is individual yeah. shit. Yeah, that it's, we, it's, we were raised that I way. I think by it's a ultimately just individual liberty. We we don't like being told what to do. We yeah. don't like it when people say, You have to change what you like and what's comfortable for you because of me. Yeah. Um the, Courtney, my wife, my second wife, is she's very supportive because I'm supportive. Mm-hmm. She gives me all of the freedom to do whatever I want, and I, I really don't do anything. Yeah. I, I work in the gym and I pretty much focus on her. But it's nice to know that I have somebody that understands who I am. Mm-hmm. And in the past, uh, not with Courtney, but with, with previous people, when people tried to put limitations upon me, you know, silently or audibly, I immediately put a wall up. Distance. And go, yeah. you, don't, you don't really care about me. Right. You don't really respect. I've been honest with you from the very beginning. And what I get a lot, uh, when I got a lot, when I was dating for a very brief period is uh, I would talk to women and I'd be like, look, this is what I believe. This mm-hmm. is what I want. I just got out of a door. I'm not interested in a relationship. Um, I don't think traditionally. I don't think like a lot of people do. I'm a lot more open-minded. Oh yeah, that's great, man. Me too. For like three weeks. Yep. For like four weeks. And then it comes out. Then it, then it's, hey, where is this going? Mm-hmm. Well, I was happy when it was just going. Yeah, just going. Now it's not going anywhere. <laughs> now I know what you're doing. Yeah. Right? And I, I feel like our the our specific issues uh, are a lack or an inability to deal with people trying to give us orders. I feel like when I've gotten in relationships with women, it's about the three-week mark. Yeah. Where they start doing shit like, I, had a, I was dating a girl one time, and I was at the gym, and I had like somebody preparing for a fight, something important. I, spo- I think I told you about this. I was supposed to meet her at Bruce Moore yeah. for a balloon glow. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to go to this thing. Mm-hmm. But she was there. Yeah, We were dating. Um, I thought we were going to go hang out at her house afterwards and it'd be cool. So I thought, I'll entertain this. I'll go sit and watch. It's chill. After I've trained, I don't really want to do anything. Mm-hmm. I'm running a little bit late. Um, I Hey, I got to go to my mom's. I'm going to grab a sandwich there. It's close. And then I'm just going to walk over there. But I'll be a little bit late because I don't mm-hmm. have anywhere to park. Okay. And I come walking up. And this, this relationship was going on about three weeks. Yeah. And I felt like, I don't know if this is really going to go anywhere. But I haven't had any huge red flags. Mm-hmm. So I'm walking there. I'm 15 minutes late. To the balloon glow, mm-hmm. right? An event, just so everybody's aware, <laughs> where people sit on the ground and look at balloons not going into the air. Yeah, yeah. But they do it at dusk and it's all pretty and all whatever. 
So I'm I'm going to sit on the ground on a towel mm-hmm. with people I don't know. <laughs> right. With right. one person I know in a group of her friends I'm meeting for the first time that I don't know. Yeah. Because of my past, my childhood was very very introverted. Mm-hmm. I don't really like doing this. Yeah. I don't like going to places. It's not what I prefer to do. I'll do it because yeah. I re- recognize the power of connectivity and social behavior. But I'm going to meet three or four people that I don't know, which is exhausting yeah. to me. And I have to entertain my girlfriend at the same time. So I roll up. I'm like 15 minutes late, but I'm communicating this. I'm yeah. Texting, hey, I'm going to be a little late. Yep. I roll up and she goes. And I went, it's over. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Yeah. And that was it. I yeah. knew right then at that very moment that it was never going to work. Yeah. That she was going to now slowly start encroaching mm-hmm. upon liberties. And I had a choice to make when this happened or when this the little Pop-Tart came over and didn't want to watch my documentary because she was 19 and didn't need to know what the documentary even was about. And I was just like... Not on the same wavelength at all. No. And so I changed it when when the Pop-Tart asked me to change it. Yeah. I go, yeah, okay. And I changed it and it burned in me. It stewed in me. <laughs> right, right. I was sitting there like fucking fuming. I'm like, this person's telling me I can't watch this documentary. I wanted to watch this documentary. So I stopped. Hey, can I ask you a question? Yeah, what's up? What's the, uh, you know, why do you want to watch the documentary? I'm 19. I shouldn't even have to know what capitalism oh. is. And I literally, I shit you not, bro. It was one of the funniest <laughs> moments of my entire life. I just, I looked at her like, I'm not shitting you. I was just out of curiosity. Why didn't you want to watch you know, Capitalism, a love story? I'm 19. I shouldn't even have to know what capitalism is. And I go, we have to talk. <laughs> this isn't going to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be yeah. gone. Yep. Um, so th- I read this book, The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. And Mr. Hardy had a, 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 a mentor, we'll call him, mm-hmm. that said, get a notebook, write down every single quality, detail, physical attribute, whatever, of your perfect work. Mm-hmm. No, ex- you're sparing Don't leave no anything out. Nothing out. Yeah, yeah. Hair color. Fucking everything. everything. Do they paint their nails? Like stupid shit. Right, right, right. But also major personality shit. Fill up this book with the perfect woman. And this guy's like, oh, this is pretty cool. I'm going to be able to, you know, identify. You got a guide. The, yeah, I got a guide. Mm-hmm. And I slowly am thinking about it. I'm being mindful. What do I need? What do I insist upon? Because it's for life. Yeah, yeah. We're not talking about a, a little jaunt in the woods. If I'm looking for a life partner, I'm not fucking around with this, right? Mm-hmm. So he writes this down, and after I hear him tell the story, it becomes apparent that it worked, but it might not have worked in in exactly the way that he expected it to. Um, It not only helped him identify his wife when she eventually did come, Mm -hmm. but it brought his wife to him faster because he more quickly recognized the women that were not the perfect fit. Yeah. When she showed up and she was blonde, he went, nah, I'm looking for a brunette. Yeah. And she went, you're shallow. And he went, okay, I'm not wasting my time. Uh, right, right. I'm, in a, I'm looking for the brunette. Yeah. And you're not her. 
Now, does it have to be hair color? Of course not. Right. Most people would say uh, ideological similarities or uh, convictions are probably more important than hair color. Right. Uh, however, this is life. Yeah. Be insistent upon it. And he recognized right away when he dated a woman, went on a blind date or whatever. And it's, nope. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to be rude. I just, this isn't a connection I'm interested in. I don't want to waste your time or my time. So I'm not going to see ya. Yeah. And it's just polite enough and professional enough and early enough that they don't take much offense. And if they do, because they're insecure, they bark at you for a minute and then forget right. it. They're on to the next. Right. They got a whole inbox full of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but he, he said when he did meet his wife, and he saw her walk into the room and he had already internalized All what things. he was looking for. You know, the perfect mate, in my case, liberty minded would have to be a huge thing. Yeah. Right. Um, people don't do that. People go, oh, she's pretty. Right. Right. Oh, he's so hot. He's mm -hmm. like really important. Yeah. So he can validate. They don't think about 60 years. Mm -hmm. They don't think about the fact that if you find a perfect person for mm. you, if mm. you're one of the very rare people that can plan it or just happen upon it, mm -hmm. that doesn't mean you're not going to have some shitty times with that person. Yeah. You're going to be able to work through that better if they're as close to perfect for you as possible. Mm -hmm. But most people, they go out there, they're like 20 years old. They meet somebody, they think I'm an adult now. Mm -hmm. So this is shit. We've had a couple good years. This is obviously going to be good as long as I'm an adult. Like, you ain't even an adult yet. Yeah, yeah. You don't even know who you are or what your legacy is going to be yet. You're just starting in the world as an adult for the first time. Mm -hmm. But you're following a kind of a societal status quo. Get married. Yeah. Get linked up. Get connected to, to one person. And in our, our culture, in our society, that means monogamy. Mm -hmm. Because we were formed on Judeo-Christian values. But here we are, we go back to like Greece and Rome. Mm -hmm. And you have a totally different situation. You have bathhouses and orgy houses and all kinds of people fucking each other and open-minded uh, people about their sexuality. And now you have sex shamed. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, the shame attached to is women. Yeah. Women are shamed because of this or that. I'm a whore. I'm a slut. Mm -hmm. um, but there's there is sex shaming for men as well. Yeah. But I, I think it's weird to live in this culture where uh, we have the opportunities that our forefathers and our predecessors never had technologically, but we're still adhering to these ideologies written 2000 years ago in stone talking about, you need to have just one partner. Right. You're, you're being, uh, if you're one of the unlucky ones, you're being screamed this doctrine in your ear, your ear. And then after the fact, you're getting molested by the priests that supposedly say that they talk to God. Right. I feel like it's, we can safely, uh, procreate and uh, explore our own sexuality without having to shame ourselves for it. Yeah. But in terms of our perspective with where women come into this, I feel like women's instinctive urge to land the guy, to land the caretaker, to, to fill that void in whatever she's looking for to validate herself. Um, it's so overpowering to women. Mm-hmm. Uh -huh that within three to four weeks of, of something good that's going on, their need to put a title on it yeah. puts the very relationship in jeopardy. in jeopardy. And this shit happens over yeah. and over. I've heard of this and I've talked to women and I've seen women in my life that have done this. Yeah. Tinder date after Tinder date 
after tinnidate, maybe hook up for a while. Persons get tired of them because they start getting crazy. Mm-hmm. Why haven't you got response? I'm mm. still me. Yeah. I'm still, I can do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. In the minute, the second, a strong man, a, a real strong man, not a pseudo strong man, but yeah. a real strong man, has a woman going, oh, you need to validate yourself. You need to justify yourself. This is what he's like. No. Nope. You're gone. Yeah. And yep. I would assume a woman should and would do the same thing. But man. Yeah. It, it, I almost feel like a lot of women. Again. Again. Want to be led. They do. They want to be directed. This kind of comes up when I think about the, the hilarious uh, food debates. What oh, are we yeah. going to eat? I don't know. What do you want? I don't care what I want. Oh, I want punch. Oh, arrows. I don't want that. I don't want that. Yep. Why are you lying to me? <laughs> because I'm a simple creature. Right. You put food in front of my face. I'm going to eat it. You, you swing pussy around in front of my face. I'm going to want to have sex with it. Yeah. I, I understand that in some situations I shouldn't do that. Right. But on, on a primal instinctive measure, if I'm starving, I want to eat. I, I feel like women railroad a lot of their own opportunities and relationships because of over-emotional response. Once again, controversial. All right. I'm just being a realist. I'm a realist. So, so look at these fucking assholes. No, I'm just being real, man. I'm being real. Okay, we're honest. Now, this goes back to the feminine feminist movement that has become. There's a lot of not all. There's a lot of feminists that actually think they're better than men. Yeah, man, do everything a man can do. Now, now here's the deal. This is just this is how it is. Men, scientifically, it's known we are stronger. If we, if we go back to the beginning days, the hunters and gatherers, we were the ones that protected. If a female didn't have a male, she was exposed. You're exposed. Yeah. And like, there, and there's, there's, there's not much you can do about it. So what I say now, like now it's weird because we've gotten in a point where we've built a society that has rules. Yeah. In moral and moral structure. And when there's moral structure and rules, people get comfortable. Yeah. Right. So I think a lot of women today, they, 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 they say they, you know, they're, they're stronger, they're independent, but I still think that chemical, that, that emotional and, and a lot of the stuff that, that we had back in the day continues through. I don't think a lot of females realize it, but I, my belief, females do want to be led. They want to be led. Um, and this goes to craziness. This goes to the craziness. I always say when you get that that woman who says they can do everything a man can do and they're, you know, this, that, and the other. If the apocalypse were to happen, I don't care how strong of a female you are. Just bluntly put, you ain't running shit. Yeah, you're looking for cover. You're looking for well, cover. And this is this is controversial because it's true and it's dark. It's dark, but it is the truth. If if you if you relegate mankind to a primitive state, a very primitive state, um women are going to have to seek some kind of stable group, mm-hmm. but primarily and absolutely at least a strong male. Right. For protection. And right. This this isn't there's there's morons now 
that will tell you that this is being sexist. This is not sexist. sexist. This is a matter of survival. Yeah. This this man uh, has certain qualities that that help him survive and help his mate survive. And that inherently is a good thing because if his mate survives, his progeny survives. And if his progeny survives, the species survives. Yeah. There's a natural order to why this shit happens. Right. But now we live in a state or an age when um, you have uh, some women, not all, but some women going, uh, I can do everything any man can do. Any man, being Uh a question mark. And to your point, I can even do it better because I'm a woman. I'll right. prove because I have some inherent magical fucking strength. No, no, no. no. You're a human but, being. You have different hormones. Mm-hmm. That's all it needs to be. Yeah. I, I can respect the differences that a woman has from a man. Uh, I feel like a lot of times this is missed where women's desire to get a man's attention and to get any men's attention. Mm-hmm. This is an instinctive thing. Mm-hmm. But as soon as they successfully get your attention, what do they try to do? Nest. Nest, yeah. I try to secure you down because part of my validation in a, as a woman in this society is going, look at what I got or look mm-hmm. at what got me. A lot of the women that I've, I've talked to expect, their, their expectations are so ridiculously high. And this mm-hmm. is something that I can say out of you and me. Yeah. Our expectations aren't that high. No. I don't feel. No. Now, this is where my wife would absolutely crucify me because I'm critical mm-hmm. and I have high expectations and I have an expectation that somebody I'm in a life partnership um, should consistently try to improve. Yeah. So I'm looking for ways to improve for people, even though sometimes I'm probably a hypocrite in what I don't improve. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to personal freedom and liberty, yeah. I, I am not this person. I should be able to do this and you shouldn't. Right. But I found a lot of the women that I've uh, been with, uh, even going back to high school when somebody, you know, running around behind my back because we don't see each other or whatever, there's always some excuse. Mm-hmm. And the excuse usually has to do with me. Right. Well, I wasn't seeing you enough. So I had to make out with that boy when we were playing spin the bottle. Right. Oh, it was my fault then. Yeah. You made a conscious decision, yep. even though we talked about it 30 minutes ago. Yep. Well, and this, this goes, and I, uh, I've i had a woman cru- crucify me for this, but I just look at what I see, and I take that information, and I'm not saying it's a fact, and I'm not saying every person is the same way. If you look at the show Cheaters, right? Now, I'm not saying a man cheating on a woman's okay. I'm not saying a woman cheating on a man's okay. But I will say, every time you find a guy... Like if the guy's the culprit that's cheating, he gets caught. <sighs> Fuck. I well, got caught. I'm here. I they, am. They don't, I, not one episode have I seen the guy blame the girl. You should have been there more. You should have done this, that, and the other. Every fucking time a female cheats on a guy, <laughs> she fucking tears the guy's head off. Like she has the right, right? You weren't there enough. You didn't do this. You didn't do that. So I, I, yeah, I did this. You're this the reason that I you're the this. reason. You're it's the reason cop- that I made this it's, choice. It's a cop out. It's a cop out. You're manipulative because you're so strong. They want control of you because they don't have control of them. In my opinion. Yeah. The Ma- contradictions. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. They, and this is this is an- emotion. 
Thank you. It's emotion. It's hot and cold, yep. right? So shit changes and they, they contradict themselves all the fucking time, especially when it gets heated. When you start fighting, it's all, it, it's a, there's no logic. There's no reason. They're going to get something in their head. They're going to roll with it and they're not going to, they're going to not going to admit defeat. There were times I was wrong, but you know what? When I was wrong, what did I do? Own up. Admit it. And I'm like, here's, I'm thinking about this and I'm like, so this is part of my selfish, selfish me. Um, I don't understand why you can't be in a relationship with this person for a long time, living with them, spending predominantly the majority of your time with this person. Mm Mm-hmm. To me, that indicates love on a higher level. Yeah. Just the amount of time invested. Again, right. the best, most valuable thing I can give you is my time. And I don't fuck around with it. Mm-hmm. Why can't you entertain some uh, fleeting, fruitless uh, pictures and video from some girl that looks good that you know, mm-hmm. provided it's not dominating your relationship, right. providing it's not dominating your time? Why can't a person do that? Right. Well, they can if they find the person that's open-minded that, that's open and strong that. enough right. to allow them to do that. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't happen very often. Mm-mm. Oftentimes what you get is the situation where people think that you are owned. Mm-hmm. In, in this codependent bullshit, mm-hmm. this codependent relationship where my happiness and my future uh, entertainment mm-hmm. depends on you mm-hmm. i can't i can't exist as an individual and in, in express myself as an individual unless i'm somehow with my husband or wife or relationship right i can't do that shit yeah i can't do the codependent shit if i want to get on my bike on a sunday afternoon mm-hmm. and i want to get on my bike and i just want to ride to palo yeah i can go uh hey kojo i'm going mm-hmm. i'm going on a ride all right, cool. Yeah. If if part of this is because Kojo's cool and that's just the way she is, she acts more like probably more masculine than most women. Mm-hmm. But another part of it she told me recently is because she knows that she can't control me. Specifically, she said, you can't control the Coke Boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She knows that if she did that, mm-hmm. it would cause more oh, friction yeah. and more tension with me, it caused me more mental duress mm-hmm. and it would cause friction between her and I. It's not even worth the time. Right. She understands that I spend almost all of my time with her. Mm-hmm. When I'm not with her, where I'm at, I'm at the gym. Right. I'm working out. Right. So she understands that if I need time to get away, if I need to ride my bike to Palo, or if I just want to go do whatever the hell I want to do for a few hours, mm-hmm. or even go on vacation, she doesn't care. Right. There are a lot of women out there and a lot of men as well that would care and they would go, well, if I'm not included, they're assuming something's happening. Well, this is the same thing with, with my ex, even right before our relationship, she took a trip to Italy. Cool. Yeah. Have a great time. Like for real, have a great time. Guess what I'm doing? I'm at home. Juan's here before he moved here and we're training because he's got a fight coming up, right? So, and I had a fight coming up, mm-hmm. right? So I'm, I'm sitting here training and that's where, that's where when, when you say, when we talk contradicting and shit like that, I go, 
I can't name one time I've told you you can't do something. Never. And guess what? Neither could she. So I go, where's the manipulation? Because you think I'm smart? Because because she thinks me and you are masterminds, right? <laughs> no, seriously. Seriously. Yeah, that's the master what it manipulators. was. Bro, yeah. bro, there was a time uh, recently where our lease was up because her lease was still on. And she kept messaging me. Like, it, there was no reason to. I, I get what she was trying to do. There was no reason for me to respond because everything was taken care of. Juan was here. She didn't need to know. Her lease is done. You're not with me. So regardless of if I fuck myself or the lease gets all fucked up, it's on me. It's not on you. Right. You're not on the lease. So there is no reason for you to be asking me these questions. So she send me through Facebook. She send me texts, all this stuff. I don't respond to any of it. She goes, I really don't want to have to get a hold of your family to figure this stuff out. Well, I just ghosted it. Because once again, you should be smart enough to know that you aren't the right way to handle shit. Who did she get a hold of? Kojo. Kojo. Yep. She don't, she thinks we're masterminds. My mom thinks she's a mastermind too. Because we're smart or I don't, I'm not going to be cocky or logic. I'm not going to be cocky because other people think we're smart. They're afraid. They're afraid to talk to them and they're going to pass judgment on me. They're going to say I'm a manipulator. Like I'm controlling your fucking but, mind. But we're not smart. I know many other people that are way smarter yeah. than us. Yeah. What we are logical is logical and honest. Right. And people don't want to hear it. Pe- people don't want to hear uh, open-minded ideas. People don't want to hear things like me asking the question, why can't my brother be in a serious relationship with a woman but also get a side piece of ass every once in a while and still respect his woman very much? Yeah. Why can't she respect him because he spends 90% of his time why does she focus on the 1% that he chooses to go somewhere else? Right. If that's who he is as a person, if it's, it, is if, if spending 1% of his time with this other person who sends him nudie pics, how do you think that girl feels? Right. She gets him 1% of the time. If she's cool with that. Yeah. And he's cool with that. And girl back home mm-hmm. is cool with that because she's logical and she understands that this individual person is not a cookie cutter fucking person. Right. They're not a piece of cardboard cut out just like everybody else or just like you want them to be or your right. religion wants them to be. They're their own person. And in this person's life, going out and getting a little piece of side ass or not adhering to monogamy for 60 years in whatever form that means. Mm-hmm. In, in our society now, that's totally demonized yeah. because it's weak. Right. Because our society's well, weak. Our society's preoccupied with ownership in insecurity. Why are women so upset at the idea of you entertaining other women? Own insecurities. It's because of their own insecurities. Their own insecurities. It's because so, they think that these women are going to steal you away. Yeah. And what that's going to do is make them feel inferior. Yeah. That's what it really is about. Yeah. Is it about your caring for you? Maybe. But I would argue it's pretty close to a split here. Right. If you if you leave, that's why people get so insanely jealous. And dudes do it too. Yeah. Dudes do it too. But I don't feel like you and I do it. I feel like I've I've told uh, every person that I've ever been in a relationship with that I don't believe in long term monogamy. And if you really want to go do your thing, if you want to hook up with this person, if you want to uh, under open have open possibilities, go do it. Yeah. 
here's here's what uh, my definition of trust is, and I've been in open relationships before, but this is my rationale. People are like, how do you do that? I go, how do I not? If this person, what is trust? What is what knowing is, knowing what the person is telling you? Right, is the truth. Is the truth. That's it. That do, trust doesn't mean that I'm monogamous to you. Right. Trust means that if I'm going to sleep with other people, you know about it long before I do. Right. And if I want that to be the lifestyle I live for whatever reason, I'm honest with you about it day one. Yeah. And, and congruently throughout the relationship. That mm-hmm. to me is trust. The ultimate form of trust, in my opinion, is going, hey, most people are insecure about things that they're shamed on a lot, like sex. Mm-hmm. So you can go fuck whoever you want. Mm-hmm. And if I have an issue with it, I'll just let you know and we'll go our separate ways. But I'm not going to let insecurity do anything here. You go do what you need to do. Right. Why is this the ultimate trust? And this is my case and I've never had anybody uh, refute this. If I can be in a relationship with somebody and I can go, hey, you go do whatever you want with anybody else. She goes out there and she finds the magic stick. Mm-hmm. She fucks some crazy unicorn penis that lights her fire, right? Mm-hmm. And she comes back to me. Let's say uh, my wife, hopefully she'll let me put this in there. She goes out there and finds it. She, she finds the unicorn dick. She comes back. She goes, Keone, I found the unicorn dick. It was so good. This guy was so good in bed. I'm going to leave you. Yeah. I'm going to leave you for this other man. I'd go, um, first of all, it would hurt. Yeah. I would miss the love of my life. Right, right. But could I in good conscience, if she was willing to give up all of our time for this person, could I in good conscience guilt her into staying? Right. Not if I have an ounce of self-respect. Right. So would it hurt? Absolutely. Would I want to disrespect her and myself by insisting she stays when I know she doesn't want to? Right. No. Right. So go do what you want to do. Go find who you want to find. And if I'm not the top dog, so be it. Well, and if and if that happens, right? Natural selection. You, you, <laughs> natural selection. And if if that if that were to happen to you, you you in return wouldn't want to be with someone that doesn't want to be with you. No. Anyway. Not if so, you have any self-respect. Right, right. So, yeah. No, I totally get it. But but I, I told people this, and it's like this confusing look comes across their face. Like, they get the logic in it, but they can't fathom any kind of application because of all of these ideologies that have been right. sewn into their head. Right. This is just the way it is. How's monogamy doing? Mm-hmm. Pretty fucking horrible. Last yeah. time I checked. Last time I checked, people that were trying to be monogamous failed over 50% of the time. Mm-hmm. It, why then continue to lie about this and go, I really want to be in a relationship and find my soulmate? No, you don't. You, you were- want to have a life partner. You want to have somebody to rely upon. You want to have a teammate. And you want to fuck that girl over there. Yeah. Yep. That's just the way it is. Yep. You can repress it and you can redirect that energy in another way. But let's let's call it how it is. Right. Uh, when I, it, women will never understand the the annoyance of what a man's sex drive is. They're like, "Oh, men are just pigs." Trust me, you ain't you wouldn't be interested in this and, either. And and this isn't individual shit; it's science. 
Yeah. It's science. And it's and I've it's, heard <laughs> I've heard women explain it. Yeah. I've heard women go, well, men want to go out and they want to procreate. That's why testosterone. Like I've heard women scientists explain yeah. this. And I've heard a kabajillion women deny it. Now and now we want to speak irony. This is probably one of the funny, especially with like a Tinder and Bumble. Okay. On my Tinder, it says straight up, got in a relationship. I just got out of a relationship. Don't want anything serious. Right? If I get a match and someone asks me, what what are you what are you looking for? And I'll go, I'll be honest. Piece of ass. And I'll I'll be blunt. And then they'll be like, wow. Wow. That's and then I and I've had What this, do you want? I've yeah, I've had this conversation. One, I'm looking at your bio and it says trustworthy. Trust. At this point, right? I've been in a relationship and I I failed. In the beginning. I wasn't being honest. I wasn't telling her these things. I was, I got into a relationship because I really liked, I really liked this girl, loved this girl, but I still had my, my stupid ass egotistical fighter persona that, you know, me and Anthony back in the day, just doing whatever the fuck we wanted. I still had it. I take fault for that. I wasn't ready for it. I shouldn't you're, you're, I mean, you're a young I, man. I, I shouldn't, I shouldn't have put myself there, right? I would, I, maybe I got bored and I'm like, I need to settle down with somebody. Okay. I look at that, right? Those last two years of my relationship, I was honest the yeah. whole time. Yep. You know, I lost my dad. I, it, perspective, yep. my perspective hit. And I was like, okay, um, I got to change me a little bit. Yep. I got to mature. Right. So I did that. So now being out of this relationship, I'm do I'm I didn't change my 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 thing now isn't oh I love one girl and I'm gonna be loyal I'm single now so my honesty is gonna be I want a piece of ass so when we now I'm truthful I'm I tell the truth I'll tell girls that they say they they want they want trust but then when I tell them that and if I'm blunt about that oh you're just you're a fuckboy right that's my favorite term you're a fuckboy yeah. I go. I go, no, not really. I would I would call a fuckboy somebody that tells you what you want to hear. Yeah. Gets in your pants. Right. Says goodbye. That happens to girls all the time. But they still follow for the bait lighting singer sinker every fucking time. Yeah. Guy comes off really nice. Oh yeah, I really like you. Yeah, we should hang out. Oh, we're just... meantime, meantime, he's talking to a bunch of other girls. He's yeah. doing the same shit I'm doing. I just told you straight up. Just blowing up. smoke up the yeah. yeah. I told you straight up. And every time I bring that up, they nobody knows what to say. Well, no, they're, what they're doing is they're they're lumping you into this category based on what they think your image is. Yeah, in, what they in, think. And what your, what your profile says and all this stuff. The truth is they can't recognize where you're operating at. Right. They, they, don't, they don't know that you exist on a level where you're like, uh, I w- that's what I want out of this situation. I want a piece of ass. Yeah. That's it. Oh, you must be a fuck boy. Nope. No. No need to lie. In fact, now I know that I don't have time. For well, this and anymore. how many, okay. And uh, so I said this too, and I've told <laughs> a couple girls, uh, girls this, I'm like, just judging by your reaction, I want you to tell me by the way I'm acting. Cause I treat every single match, the same thing. How many girls do you think I haven't fucked because I've told them that? Yep. A lot. Yep. Those same girls who thought they found knight in shining armor over a fucking tech stat 
got fucked by a dude that's probably fucked way more chicks than me. You know, the irony in that, yeah. right? And it, to me, we talk common sense, what common sense with females. To me, it's common sense. Yeah, I, like, you know, you know, guys, it's it's kind of a thing. Even females joke about, oh, guys, they're they're all pigs. They're all. They but, know. But they know. They, they know. This is something they know. Yet when you, you, you give them a couple nice, pretty little lines and you're not too vulgar. Oh, yeah. you must be different. It's a text stat. You don't even know who the fuck I am. No. You know? Yeah. So it's 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 mind boggling to me. It's crazy because every time every time I get in this discussion, and there's there's been a lot of like Tinder matches I've got in where that's where it ends, is the end of this combo. Yeah. And what I take from it is you couldn't tell me. You when, couldn't Yeah, when I got together with Kojo, she came over to my this was post divorce, so I've on one myself. Yeah. Um she came over the first time she'd ever been over to my house and hung out with me. We had only talked a couple times from piano. And I go, hey, like, I'm just getting over a divorce. I don't really want to bullshit, waste my time. Uh, I just want to tell you exactly where I stand on certain issues at this point in my development. And just, I don't want to waste your time. Yeah. I don't want to waste either of our time. If we, if we like each other and we're attracted to each other, that's cool. But I don't want to invest a lot in this unless it's worthy of both of us. Which takes time. Right. And uh, I and so the very first night she comes over, we're having all these great conversations that new couples have, you know, and people that meet. Yeah. Trying to find common ground and, and make sure that this is the one or whatever. And she actually ended up being the one. But the first thing I said, one of the first things we talked about was sex obviously and i go i don't believe in monogamy i don't think it's a natural thing yeah. i think on a, like a biological level there's much more evidence to suggest that we are more naturally inclined to have multiple partners through our life as part mm-hmm. of normal social engagement yeah and i just told her i just didn't believe in it and i don't know if I, i'm like i don't know if i ever will believe it to be completely honest like i believe in uh, emotional monogamy yeah. I believe in having one person I can commit my time to. I couldn't imagine committing my time equally to two women. Yeah. With as needy as most women are, if you're going to have two women in your life, they better be on some alpha shit. On some other level. Yeah. Other some plane. shit basically where like they're best friends. Yeah. Because if they're not best friends and they see you as their little side piece, they're going to just fucking yep. rah, go after each other. Um, but I told Kojo right away, I'm like, look, I don't, I don't think it's natural. Uh, you know, this is just where I, I fall on the state. Maybe someday at some point I will, but at this point, like I just, it doesn't make sense to me from a scientific mm-hmm. perspective. She goes, well, um, honestly, most guys that I've been with, all guys that I've been with in my life have told me exactly the opposite. And I knew they were lying. Yeah. Yeah. I knew that, like, yeah. deep down, I knew that they were lying and that they wanted to fuck all kinds of girls. Right. And I could see their eyes, and then they would lie to me, <sighs> and it would piss me off yep. because I knew they were lying. And I'm yeah. like, you want to marry me? Kojo's on another level because she's also an athlete. Right. Ath- and it, <laughs> I don't give a fuck what you say. You may say that because we're fighters, we're using it to our advantage. No. No. A female, if they want a better perspective on a male mind, be an athlete. Yep. Because a high level athlete. Because females have testosterone too. Yep. And working out. Yep. Boosts your testosterone. And females, I don't think people that are 
non-athletes realize this, super high level female athletes sometimes don't even get their period because the testosterone level right. is so high and the estrogen is so low that well, they, they just naturally don't get it. Well, even have you heard Ronda Rousey's shit on the Olympics? Mm. Okay, so being an Olympian, I mean, you get a bunch of athletes together, males, females, the females act like males. Oh, they do. Everybody wants to fuck. Dominant they, females. Yeah, do. they yeah. all want to, they all just want to fuck. So they supply them with a plethora of fucking condoms because yeah. it's known at the Olympics, like it's a fuck fest, right? Yeah. So people are, and people are going to do like they're, we've seen that in our industry. Mm-hmm. Not, we're not naming any j- names in any gyms or anything, but in certain gyms throughout years, mm-hmm. we've seen female fighters that are a little bit tougher than the status quo. Mm-hmm. And they're like dudes. Yeah. Their sex drive is super Crazy. high. And they're the type of, they're, some of these women are the type of women that are like, look, I just want to fuck and I, I don't need a call. Yeah. And you're yeah. just like, whoa. Yeah, like, like what? You want is this, to, yeah. Is this a trick? <laughs> yeah. And, and this is yeah. why probably a lot of them end up together yeah. because they're similar walks of life. Yep. But when you get a very, very strong-minded athlete, particularly in the fighting business, mm-hmm. that's that strong-minded that sees themselves in a certain way and works their fucking ass off. Yeah. Um, it's... To me, it seems really, really unnatural. And, and that's why I, I told it to Courtney right away because I didn't want to waste my time. I didn't want to convince her or, or try to convince her that like, oh no, I see this really fairy tale thing with us where I'm going to commit all of my life to you and you're going to commit all your life to me. We can do that yeah. and still be free. Yeah. And being free doesn't mean fucking everything either. But it means that if Courtney's on a trip in Spain and meet some really hot Spanish dude, she's not sitting here in Spain for three days going, God, like it'd be kind of nice to have a Spanish adventure yep. right Limited. now, but I can't do that Limited. because I don't want to hurt Keone's feelings. I want you to go fuck that guy. Yeah. YOLO. <laughs> YOLO. If, if I was in Spain and I met some Spanish girl, I could love you to the end of the stars mm-hmm. and I could be thinking of you in, in like not wanting to hurt your feelings the whole time. And it doesn't mean that I don't love you. And I'm tired of people trying to say that it means yeah, I don't right, love you. All right. It, um, the emotional connection that happens with people in, when they invest huge amounts of time can't be erased, but they want to say that. Right. Uh, Kojo said to me one time, uh, and I'll probably have to edit this whole fucking thing. She said to me one time, and this was pretty early in our relationship. I've had people um, in my past that say, if you ever cheated on me and I caught you, that would be the end. Which, you know how I respond. Yeah. Why? What, what about the 10 years yeah. that I invested in one moment of weakness mm-hmm. where I, a man who instinctively and biologically wants to hammer everything that moves when I'm 25, you're going to leave me because I make one mistake in life yeah. I'm I wouldn't do that. Right. I wouldn't even think about it. Right? Mm-hmm. I would I would absolutely try to work and salvage before I would just cast somebody aside. Why are you so insecure? Why why would you throw away all of that time? So Kojo says to me, "You know what? Even if you cheated on me and like lied and covered it up, I wouldn't break up with you." Yeah. Oh, huh. Well, that's interesting to hear a female say. Yeah. What's your uh, what's your reasoning behind that? Well, like I've like we've just been through a huge amount together, and it just doesn't make a lot of sense that just because you 
get your rocks off with one person, make a mistake and don't tell me to, to give up all of that time and to give up the kids and to give up our lives and the traveling and the love that we have for each other just seems, well, that's a really rational thing to say. Yeah. I don't hear that coming out of the mouths of a lot of women. I hear, Rah, right. how could you hurt me and make me feel inadequate and insecure? Trust me, woman, it has nothing to do with you. Yeah. You could be Jessica Beale herself. Sorry, Justin Timberlake, if you have to watch this. She was number one. So? Or, or Scarlett Johansson, Scarlett Johansson, or, or yeah. anybody. Yeah. You and I both know it doesn't matter. Women oftentimes see other women as the big threat. I'm super insecure because Eric might see Scarlett Johansson as better than me. No, he won't. Yeah. He, he might be attracted to her physically. He might even want to hook up with her. But that doesn't mean that he loves her. No. It doesn't mean he wants to go invest all of her time in her. And again, if he did, why would you want to belittle yourself by being with him when you know that he'd rather be with somebody else? Right. Well, That's the eternal truth. Well, and let's, so let's break that down too. Like, very, very cut and dry. It's very black and white. Females... They, when you say insecurities, think when you sleep with another female that you don't love them and you love the other person. Now, let's be realistic. That's shallow. Yeah, it's shallow. Well, let's be realistic. Let's let's talk numbers. Most most dates that you go on, person, new people, you start talking. Shit, nowadays, first, second, third date, you're fucking. Yep. You think I love somebody in two to three days? No, no, I don't love somebody in that. It takes the, the love word, right? It's, a, it's an important thing. Even when you start dating a woman for six months, you might not say I love you. Some people might throw it out there. But like if I'm saying I love you, right? And I'm fucking bawling my eyes out. And the you crazy, see the pain. And, yeah, the you crazy see, girls. You see, well, I think I love well, you. Well, even, 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 it's you know, three I'm, hours. I'm a passionate guy. I've, I've been in two relationships and I don't put myself there unless I want to be there, right? And I don't like... I do have an alpha, an alpha complex. complex where if I feel like I'm wronged or you're trying to disrespect me or anything or you, you treat me wrong, I lash out. That's a weakness of mine. I'm not proud of it. There's been times I've had and I, the next day I'm like, what the fuck did I do? You know, but me knowing that how, how it is, but I also do know through all the shit that I went through in my past relationship. We've been through a lot of shit and probably the most frustrating thing about the whole thing was we made a lot of ground. Like we were getting to a very good spot. At least I felt right. The frustrating thing about it was, you know, as humans, we all make mistakes. The only thing we can do is try and grow and, and, and correct those mistakes and get to the better you. And I was actually at that point and that's when it all crumbled. Yeah. Just like that, you, you know? You think that people, you think that women expect, and this goes both ways, with mm-hmm. women and men. Do you think that women and men have an unnatural expectation of what they should really expect out of their For mind? sure. Because of bullshit that they've seen in the media, in the movies. Mm-hmm. This is the way the cookie cutter is. It ain't, it's never like that. Right. It's never, never like that. Never if, like that. If you go into a marriage or a relationship and you go, this is going to be perfect. You're sorely mistaken. Yeah. It's even if it's a perfect ideal situation or an ideal situation, it's not going to be perfect at all. Right. Not, 
You're never going to find well, that perfect situation, even if you write down in a notebook, right? Right. But I feel like now women expect their men, whoever they find or whoever they designate the week or the month or the year to be their man, they have this wild expectation of what this man is supposed to be mm-hmm. and who they're supposed to be for them. And then when you don't meet that expectation, to just even a little tiny bit. It's your issue, not that they make it your issue. Right. They say it's it's you, you need to correct this. Like I said, man, they, my, my biggest pet peeve that I had in all seven years of that relationship is being accused. It was just in that one moment I was called a manipulator because I'm like, not once. Did not once have do? I told you what to do. Ever. I never, I never fucking held you down and said you had to stay with me. We've been through ups and downs. We've been through worse shit than what happened that, that led to, to our breakup. And we've been through all that. And this goes back to what you say. I think when people hit a certain age, shit just, shit goes crazy. It changes. Um, Manipulator though. That's an, that you, pisses me off. You that's here's why it doesn't make sense to me. And like, I wasn't there. So it's right, right. or whatever, but here's the truth. When you call somebody a manipulator, what you do is you absolve yourself of the thousands of choices that you made. Yeah. You go, Oh, well I don't have to take any accountability because you're a manipulator. You made half those, you made all those choices. Right. And this bag I'm putting on you now. Right. You manipulate me and you made me do these things. No, you absolutely not. You're a free person. You chose to do that. Right. You feel like you were forced to because you didn't have the will to do anything else. Right. But now you're essentially what you're doing is blaming me for staying. Yeah. Blaming, blaming me for the reason that, oh, if I was so manipulative, why did it take so long? Right. What, you know what I mean? Right. And, right. and again, tell me, what exactly did I manipulate into? You feel manipulated because you have no argument. Thank you. Thank you. That's you have exactly no argument. I'm telling the truth. You're, you recognize it. There's nothing to say. And he, here's the thing. You hate my guts. You don't love me anymore. You want to move on. I'm not telling you that doesn't have to be the case. But when you accuse me of something, when you accuse me of something I know I'm not, I'm not going to let you get by with it. I'm going to defend myself, right? So that was kind of what happened. And when I saw the look in her eyes, she knew she was full of shit. I didn't manipulate fucking anything. Like you said, she made choices. Does that mean I was the best boyfriend all the time? No. 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 Fuck no. I'll sit here and admit, God, I did some shitty shit, (laughs) right? And, And I hate, you know, hurting people and seeing some of the pain I put her through. That fucking sucks. But calling me a manipulator is something... I definitely am not. And it comes it comes from that insecurity. I had this person sit and tell me, if I wouldn't have met you, I think I might have been a druggie because she was a big druggie in high school. And I would I probably would have veered off a different way. So she she thanks me for these things. And I, I want the best for her. I want her to, you know, do things that she likes to do. If you don't like doing nutrition, don't do it. That was something you told me. You got into fitness because of me, and then it was your idea. I, th- I think I really like this. I want to go to school for this. Hell yeah, do it. That's fucking cool, right? So I was nothing but supportive when it came to the career and every everything she was doing. When she called me a manipulator, that's when it was done for me. Now you're being a coward. 
you're not, you're not owning up. I'm not saying you got to love me. I'm not saying what all the shit I did. I'm not saying I'm right for it. I'm not backing up anything that, that I did in the past, but you call me a manipulator is for sure a hundred percent a fucking lie. And you know it. And when you say it to me and you look in my face and you know, I know you're telling a lie that pisses me off. Ultimately, I feel like it's weakness. It's people that can't handle extremely strong-minded people. People that can't handle people that have the ability to be honest and unforgiving. Right. I'm not going to ask for forgiveness mm -hmm. about who I am. Right. You're either going to accept it or you're not. Or you're not. And if you're exactly. not, that's cool. Mm -hmm. But don't get mad when you can't make me change for you. Right. Don't waste right. my time and come to me with that shit. And I mean, in the past, I've had relationships with people that watched me sacrifice or watched me suffer yeah. and, and put a lot into something that I believed in. Mm -hmm. And when you ask somebody to be there through thick and thin and they see you go through this process and they see you struggle and they do all this shit and they look at you in the eyes and they go, Keone, it hasn't happened yet. It's never going to happen. Give it up. Mm -hmm. This is about the dream. Right. This is about my dream. Right, right. This is about the building that we're sitting in at this very moment, mm -hmm. you know, that has come to fruition through a lot of hard work. I had the person that was closest to me at the time telling me that they're the closest and telling me that they want what's best for me, telling me that it wasn't going to happen, that I needed to give up on my dream, on my passion. I needed to just accept, accept a status quo and maybe, I guess, get a job and kind of fall in line. Right. And this was the person that I had tasked myself with spending the rest of my life with. Yeah. How could I possibly spend the rest of my life with this person that I was supporting, mm -hmm. that I was begging to do anything? Yeah. Right? When, I start, when we first started training MMA and training mm -hmm. hardcore and I had my passion in our circle or whatever, I had... Uh, this this person that I was in a relationship with, she got kind of involved in the social circle as well. And all of her friends kind of faded off into the background. And this happens all the all time. All the time. In almost every single relationship that I've ever had, when it first starts, I meet the friends. Yep. And I see the friends a couple times. And the more I hang out with a female, and I haven't been in a lot of relationships, but it's happened every time, the less they hang out with those friends, mm -hmm. the more they make their happiness and their experience built around you, my participation. Yep. This is where the codependent relationship begins. Mm -hmm. I need you to feel happy. And if you're not here, I'm not happy. Yeah. I'm calling you. Mm -hmm. I'm texting you. I can't fucking deal with that kind yeah. of shit. I need freedom to roam. Mm -hmm. But what happens so often is they get a little bit more comfortable. You start spending more time. They're not hanging out with their friends as much. They start assimilating themselves in with your friends or with just you. Yeah. Then when you're doing anything else with your friends, it's a, it's a crime. Yeah. When you go out with anybody else and you don't include them, it's a crime. Yep. So if you behave as an individual in a free spirit on your own without them, mm -hmm. it becomes a crime. Yeah. It becomes a fight. It becomes a source of contention. And I just cannot deal with that shit. Yeah. I want to be able to, at any point in time, pick up, jump on an airplane, leave the fucking country for a week, and just disappear. 
I want my wife to have the exact same capability mm -hmm. that I do. And that works for us. And it might not work for everybody. But I have to think in, in my head, why are there so many people giving up long relationships that they've put a lot of time into because they found a, a moment of weakness message on a Facebook chat where it was so right. easy to look at some titties or what? to be, what are we really doing? We're being validated by somebody and we're having somebody go, I am attracted to you in whatever reason and in whatever form that I'm going to, I'm literally going to bear myself to you and show you naked pictures of me. Right. Why wouldn't people feel blessed by that in some way? And why wouldn't natural curiosity of a testosterone fucking pumped man go, I'm going to look at those titties. Right. When, when you say, I'm glad you brought it up because it's a, it's a point I completely forgot about. When females attach their persona to you, friends, yep. lifestyle, all that stuff. Now, I had this deal happen. This happened in these, these good last two years. There was something that I was guilty of. She called me out on it. She said, you know, we don't do enough. I'd like to take more trips, vacations. You know, I feel like we just need more time for us. You know, even going out. I know you don't like going out a lot. We'll go out, you know, with your friends, whatever. We can actually go do something. The last two years, all right, this was another thing, a blatant lie I was accused of at the end. You don't take me anywhere. You don't do anything. When we broke up, you went to Bahamas. Multiple occasions. There's been times she's been stressed out at work. She works her ass off. She's working all week and she's like, we need, I need to do something. And I would go spontaneous. I go, let's book a trip. Let's go to LA. Let's go. Fuck, where do you want to go? Let's pick a state. Let's just go there for a weekend. Yeah. What was the answer every time? I got to work. Then don't fucking bitch about it. Like if you're already predetermined, you're not going to do it. Don't put it on me and make it my fault when I'm trying to, you know, put that out. That was another moment. Blank face. Couldn't say anything because she knew recently I brought up, hey, fuck it. Take a weekend off. We'll go take a trip. We'll go do something somewhere. Um, Chris Lytle. When Chris Lytle came after the gym, he wanted to go, him and Harry wanted to go get a burger. I, I hit my girl up and I'm like, hey, come out with us. We're going to Starlight, get a burger, you know, talk. You know, this guy has uh, uh, um, been in the UFC forever, like had one of the craziest fights I've ever seen him and Dan Hardy in Milwaukee. Like he's a legend, you know, he's one of the, one of the first guys that, you know, was kind of putting the sport on the mat. Then it became a chore. Oh, I really don't want to talk fighting with your friends. Then okay, cool, but don't come at don't me with bring that bullshit. It. Right, right. But that's that me. I was taking note of something she said, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do more. I'm gonna try and put her in more with my life. The stuff that that you know she bitches about me. I'm either playing video games too much, or I'm I'm training all the time, and our work schedules are different, so you never see me. I'm, I got the personality. I like to think I'm tough. Even if shit's tough, we'll find time. I'll make time. Mm -hmm. And every time I did that, I'm working. I'm busy. I'm doing this. Then you ain't making time for me. Like it, it goes both in a relationship. It goes both ways. Like I can't, I can't put this out there and then you, you reject every opportunity I give you. And then it's convenient for you when we break up for you to use it as something against me. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck yourself. <laughs>
Well, um, straight up. In the past, I've had similar situations like that happen. This is what happens. Babe, I don't understand why you're so upset. Like, you told me you wanted to go out. Mm-hmm. You wanted to do other things. You wanted to do more stuff. So I was sitting here in this moment thinking about ways that we could spend more time together. And I decided to go out knowing who we are. The, the people we are are the people that are just going to go out. Yeah. And I'm not going to go out with any kind of malicious intent. But if Chris Lytle is there and Harry's there and there's some people there and they want to go to Starlight, let's just fucking go to Starlight. Yeah. If, if I text you and I want you there, that's complimentary. Uh, right. The best thing I can do is give you my time. And give you, give you the option. Right. Right? But, but what do they say? Well, there's other people there. It's not just me and you. Oh, so that my effort then has no validity whatsoever then. Right. So I should have never messaged you. Right. I should next time now, just so that we're clear and you know who I am and I know who you are. Next time, I'm not even going to message you. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to go. Then you're going to tell me <laughs> that you never, I never invite you anymore. Yep. Yep. What's going on? You feel distant. You're pushing an alpha away. Away. And you're, you're well, and not only an alpha. People that it's it's almost an insult to our intelligence because any any woman that's been with us for an extended period of time knows I I know with you but even me I'm gonna dissect shit and I'm not gonna forget it like if if I'm putting myself out there and I'm trying to offer something you ask for and you turn it down and then you try to use it against me I'm not gonna let you get away with it yeah like you're not because I did take time I took the time out of my day to to do this and and I wanted to incorporate you to show you hey you matter to me right that's the whole point of it but if you don't if you don't meet me halfway that's on you mm-hmm. that ain't on me that's on you you were the one making all the excuses you know so there's some instances where being where calling somebody manipulative yeah is being manipulative yeah no no and it, like I said that's why why it pissed me off because I'm supposed supposed to believe this force fed bullshit that you're telling me, I'm gonna ref- I'm gonna refute it. You're you, and the way it's being told to me, you know you're lying. Yep. You know you're lying. So you're lying straight to my face, and you're accusing me of shit. Like when it comes to me, I'm a pretty free, open fucking guy. I've never told you you can't do anything. I'm not a guy saying, hey, I need my food cooked. Have my food cooked ready. Hey, what are you wearing? Hey, if I go out with my girl and she's wearing a fucking mini skirt and looks fucking bomb, I celebrate that shit. I'm yeah. not, I, there ain't no insecurities with my manhood. I know who yeah. the fuck I am. Like, do it. You go out with your girlfriends. Go get prettied up, dolled up. I ain't I, manipulative. Is the one thing I'm not. Right. If you think I'm so smart, you can't deal with it, and you think that's me manipula- manipulating you. You're a dumbass. Yeah, it's a cop Fuck out. It's yeah, a it's a cop out. out. You're, you're a fucking idiot. You're just trying to find shit to say, and that I feel like that happens a lot. And I feel like it's there's this fundamental disconnect I think between men and women because men aren't as emotional. Mm-hmm. They're more instinctive. They're more raw. They're more likely to just say it the way it is, mm-hmm. and and less likely to get highly emotional about things. Yeah. More of these days. That's beginning to change. You get men yeah. being very emotional. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. And and girls are there are more women getting the other way. They're getting cold. 
it's definitely changing and it's just the way society is. And I don't think there's really, I got my quarrels with it because I feel like I'm a strong alpha, right? So when I see other dudes acting like bitches, you know, but there, I mean, the, but the pool's weak though. Right. The pool is weak. Right. As much as we sound like the woman's hater club, um, that's just because we're not dealing with douchebag dudes. There's no, oh, well, there, I mean, that, let's, let's, let's just say now we're talking about women, but we've also <laughs> roasted men, right? So maybe we just hate people. In general. I, I don't hate people. I just think that, uh, we rub off on people wrong because there's no barrier of truth. Right. Because, um, unless you are one of the baddest of the bad, we can say exactly what we want to say mm-hmm. and people don't like that. Yeah. Um, People, women don't like it because it's inconvenient to the narrative that they've been promised and they've promised themselves. Mm-hmm. And guys don't like it because guys are often fronting and they don't like the idea of somebody who's very outspoken and confident and dominant mm-hmm. having an opinion about them. Well, and it's jealousy because they, a lot of guys wish they had it. Right. It, there, there's a, there's a, a, a tinge of envy in there, but uh, there's this... Uh, this anger there's a checks and balances system a lot yeah. of times and there's something that i can't identify with is the modern man that walks around in society and is fearful of other men yeah i don't understand that i don't i don't want to ever understand that i never want to be afraid of another human being yeah i don't give a shit what situation it is i just that's we've well talked and about this that goes the liberty like being free in a sense you're you're a slave in your own mind right like you shouldn't be afraid no, be afraid of. And this goes, and we. And say, if you're mad at us, woman or man, if you're mad at us because of the way we represent ourselves or talk right. or speak freely, that's that's ideological slavery too. Well, and and, and you're committing right, time to hating right. us because we're just being us. Well, well, and and this goes because okay, people will sit here and say, um, oh, it's easy coming from a fighter. That's where it's right. Confidence does come from being a fighter. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell it's not easy. And I'll tell you this, right? If I'm wrong, if I'm done wrong by somebody fucking John Jones or Fedor Emanenko in the prime, I ain't going to be a bitch about it. Right. Hey, if I got to throw down, I might get my ass. It is what it is. But fuck it. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to be a slave in my own mind, not say what I want to say because I'm afraid of you. Right. And most people can't identify with that. Right. For most people, most people, not all, um, they can't handle it. Right. They you, that The old line, you can't handle the truth. The Jack Nicholson yeah, line yeah, from yeah. A Few Good Men. Most people can't handle the fucking truth. No. They, in, when it's a dude, I feel like legit dudes like us because they know that we're not trying to bully people or beat people up or anything. We're just honest. And we're nice. And sometimes it's un- it's inconvenient. Sometimes yeah. the honesty is inconvenient for people. Right. And it, and it hurts them because they recognize that we don't pull any punches. I don't have to worry about you beating me up. Right. If I if I give you feedback, I'm gonna do it in a polite enough way that even if you're in an insecure male and you can't handle my critical feedback, you ain't gonna do shit about it. Right. Guys hate that shit. Yeah. They hate the fact that they could run into a dude who's like, "Hey, dude, you're being kind of a bitch, and you ain't gonna do shit to me about it." Well, and and this goes along. This is this is a chemical. It's a chemical thing. Every guy's got testosterone, whether you're badass or not. Mm-hmm. Every guy. You know, you see it happen at the bar, right? Bar's a good example. So many most There's so many. So even me, me, Biggie, Alec go out and 
we had like three altercations, all with dudes that if if we saw them on the street or saw them anywhere else and there was an Never issue, be a they wouldn't say anything. No. They go around. The initial interaction. There's the tough, the chest puffed, right? To which, me, which by and, the way, and, if there's anybody watching, that's fucking embarrassing. Very. When we see that, we cringe and we go, oh my God, we got to deal with this fucking douchebag yep, now. Yep. So just and, so you know. And and so this happened three times this particular night. And I thought it was hilarious because when it happened, a lot of these guys do this. Now, if they don't have game and they can't hit on girls, then it, it, this is where it gets scientific. Testosterone. You either want to fuck or you want to be tough. You want to think you're a man, right? You can hold your own. Well, especially with liquor, prove yourself, in the- prove yourself, right? It's like puffing your chest, beating your chest. Um, especially with liquor, it loosens up and that, that it comes out. The liquid courage, liquid courage. Yeah. Now I'm not, now I'm saying there's been times liquid courage. I've gone off the fucking Richter because it's almost too much. Yeah. Like I'm like King Kong don't got shit on me. I'm running this shit, right? And stupid. So it, all males have it, but when you go out. And you get these guys drunk, no matter if you're a fighter or not. As a matter of fact, a lot of times, because I'm a fighter, we're bigger than everybody in the place. We get three altercations of dudes trying to act tough, right? Now, it's, it's all a front. It's all a front. They want you to stand down so they can tell themselves, yes, yep. I made them stand down. Or they can well, do it in front of some girl or something. Yeah, right, right. And it, they think that that's, I'm the alpha, right? It's very primal. It is. It's funny as hell. The, th- it's it's the, embarrassing. Right. It's funny. Right. Three times this happens and they all end the same. There's a confrontation. They know that we ain't fucking playing around. Literally, when I say run away, I'm saying run away. Yeah. There's one guy. I was shooting my, I was looking at this girl that I was going to go hit on. And this guy was sitting there, scurvy little, little dude, sitting there by himself. And a I'm schnur. A schnur. And I'm oh, chewing my gum. That's what he's, that's the sound the guy yeah, makes. So I'm chewing my gum and this guy looks at me and starts mocking me and doing this with his eyes lit up. In a perfect world, you knock him out cold right <laughs> so, on the spot. So, so he does this, right? And Biggie's standing there and he can't believe what he's seeing. And I go, I'm like, I wave him over. I'm like, hey, motherfucker, what's up? You mocking me? He goes, bro, I'm not even joking. He thought I was just going to take it. I don't know why, right? He walks over to me and he's like, hey man, like I'm just joking around. I'm like, no, you're not, bitch. You're, you're, trying, to, you're trying to act like a tough dude. You think I'm not going to do anything. Well, we can step outside right now. Yeah, you're not funny. Now, I, uh, yeah, that was the worst you're attempt not funny. humor I've ever You're seen. not funny. I'm here with a group of friends and I'm talking to girls and you're sitting here sulking by yourself. I'm salty about it. And you're, you're drunk, so you got a little liquid courage. Mm-hmm. He goes, okay, man, we all get it. You're tough. You're tough. And I go, this ain't about me being tough, bitch. This is about the fact you mock me. You think there's no consequences, mm-hmm. right? So you were trying to be tough. You were trying to you're be tough. You're accusing me of you, what you're you were trying, trying to do. You were trying to do that. Hope that I act like I didn't see it. So you can go home going, yeah, that, that big guy with tattoos. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't do shit. Yeah. He's going to go look in the bathroom <laughs> mirror and be like, yep. Oh shit! Yeah, UFC fighter <laughs> fucked him up. Yeah, yeah, threw yeah. him through a window at Hazard. You hear about that? Yeah, yeah. So then, so then I say this. He sees how real I'm getting, and even Biggie's coming over because it's like, oh shit, you know, I'm I'm about to like end this dude right there and then. He goes, 
after he goes, okay, we get it. Tell him. I'm like, so what are you trying to do, motherfucker? Like, you think you're funny. I don't think it's funny. So what's not stopping me from putting you out right now? He goes, whatever, man, I'm done with this. He literally turns around and like briskly walks to the bathroom. This type of intestinal fortitude that I think we can accurately cite our mother for giving us this transparency. No bullshit. Don't lie. Don't waste your time. Be honest. Yeah. Be truthful. Be genuine. Uh, men and women alike mm-hmm. find it uh, intolerable. Yeah. And find us intolerable. I've got this feedback from every woman that I've ever been with is that I'm nearly intolerable in what I expect, how much critiques I give. Because mm-hmm. I have a very high expectation of anybody who's going to dominate my time. Right. Um, but the older I get, the less apologetic I can really find myself being for it because it's like, I'm not lying. To no. You. I, I've I've slipped up in the I've made mistakes in the past. I've done stupid shit. Yeah. I'm almost forty and I look back and I think of the shit that I did five years ago. Yeah. And I'm just like, God, what a fucking <laughs> idiot. Like just not good. You gotta be able to call yourself out. You do. That's such an important part of human development. But um there are some truths that I feel like we're adamant about speaking in honesty that just is unsettling to people. Yeah. It's unsettling to the, the dude that's trying to front in the bar yep. because he can't bullshit his way out of it. And it's, it's unsettling to the woman that's in a relationship with us because they know that if we're going to change, we're going to change on our own accord. On our own not, terms. Not because somebody forced us to change. Right. And there's subtle forcings. There's subtle manipulations. And there's very direct ones. Direct would never work with us. Yeah. The only thing that would have any chance of working is subtle and long-term. And when somebody's in a long-term relationship with us and they find out that those subtle things aren't going to change us after seven years, mm-hmm. they bounce out. Yep. They, they realize, um, you weren't interested in me. You were interested in what you thought you could make me become. Right. And that's not love. Right. To me... If you're going to be with me and if we're going to be walking through the fucking wilderness when we're 60 or whatever, you take me for what I am. Yeah. And what I am is a flawed human being that has his own beliefs and, and ideals. And it, again, I, I, I go back and I, re, I restate this. The most valuable asset that we have is time. Yeah. That's it. Yep. Money doesn't matter. Yep. None of this shit matters. If, if you knew you were dying in five minutes, the only thing that would matter is seeing somebody that you care about and mm-hmm. having one last embrace in the last five minutes. Yeah. Time is the only thing that matters. When you forget about death, time doesn't matter. Right. But when you have mortality staring in your face or in the back of your mind, time matters a lot. Yeah. So if I have a woman who is with me 95% of the time mm-hmm. asking me questions... of that time about a woman that I spend 5% of my time with. Right. Do the math. Yeah. Where am I going to spend my time? Mm -hmm. If this woman that I'm with 95% of my overall time demands that 50% of my time is spent talking or justifying my actions about what I'm doing with X girl, why wouldn't I just go spend it with her? All right. Why wouldn't I take the 50% of the time or the 95% of the time and keep it for myself? Why would you spend years, right? If, if, if that's what you wanted to do, if that's really what you want to do is just, even if you're with somebody that, that, you know, jumps down your throat, thinks you're cheating. I, I think logically me as me as a guy, 
if I want to go fuck everybody and do whatever the fuck I want to do, then I'll just be single. Yeah. Right? Also, with that, with all the problems even I had with my relationship, and I brought it up all the time, do you think I enjoy doing this? Do you think I enjoy fighting until seven in the morning? Do you, the, the shit I do is pretty, even and with this one girl, it's exhausting. she's got some shit on me. She's got some shit on me because I did some crazy ass shit. I didn't hurt anybody, but I did some crazy ass shit. I got coked up and shot yeah, three people in Mexico. Right, right. I did some crazy shit that I'm not proud of, but I will say, I will say, do you think I would have done that for anybody else? I was obviously in a place where I was hurt. I was surprised. And I, you mattered so much to me. You got me out in a, in a dark place, right? So all this, I've, I've spent time trying to better. And, and I stand by it. I did better myself. And call it, I'm not saying it's right. I don't condone people g- going fucking nuts. But love will make you do crazy things. It does. That's what love is. Yeah. That love, love is a, it's, they say love's the most powerful thing, right? It is. It, is. it can fuck with you bad. Yeah. So most crimes of most murders are crimes of passion. crimes of passion, right? So it's it's a very powerful thing. And if you think I'm gonna do the same thing for X girl over here, you're 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 delusional. You're delusional, right? And I don't and I'm not saying I condone it and you should look at someone acting crazy and stay with them. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is if you ever question if someone loves you, if like if I'm completely out of character and I'm in a dark place and it hurt, it affected me that bad, then I obviously loved you. Love is sex and love are completely different. Sex can change when you love somebody. Not saying that that's an important part, but sex is a physical act. I think that's a huge point. That's what men think. Yes. When men think of sex, when I've thought of sex pretty much since I learned about sex, yeah, I went, okay, this is an act of reproduction. Mm-hmm. Feels really good. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's what I thought. Yeah. That's still what I think. Yeah. That's really brutal. A lot of people yeah. would hear that and be like, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. It's never special with your wife define special i don't know right there's been times that have been definitely more intimate times that have been quickies this and that we have all kinds of interesting variations yeah but yeah i see it as an act yeah now how do women see it some see it as an act. yeah most i would argue see it as an act with strings with attached. where they tie they right. tie emotion with it well, you, and I think you have sex with me, you validate me, right? You care about me, yeah. Now we must be like a thing, right? When you have sex, sex is the greatest act you could do, right? That's like the home, most intimate. It's yeah. the home base, right? Yeah. That's the the coup de gras. Um. So I think it's just naturally, especially with emotion, it's correlated with the next step, right? Um, we're bonded I, now right and the, this goes back to all the thing you said with women trying to nest right i think that's what it is when you start having sex i think that okay we're nesting now it's the next st- next stage very rarely in relationships do you see the guy hounding about okay when are we moving in together um when are we doing this when are we getting married a lot of times 
Um, I'm not saying all the times, but a lot of the times it is the, the female that is looking to move it on. And that's natural because it's the reproductive. They want to have kids, right? Or also with it, a lot of it I think is passed down, right? I take my last relationship. I think that's what's the deal because her mom is very, what you would call a very traditional, right? Mm-hmm. Get a guy. He not saying you don't make any money like support. It's a mutual thing, but get a guy that, that takes care of himself, quality of life, got the money. Right. Right. And, um, hangs out with us, hangs out with the family all the time. And then we're, and that was the big, it was the big, uh, missing thing. And I mean, I've heard it, I've heard it in, you know, one way relationships aren't going to work is if you don't get along with their parents, I believe it. I believe it. And I, I'm be open. I'm not saying they're bad people. I don't get along with them. They're gonna, they're that person is going to, well, and it's the, become some remnant. And and it's their right, the remnant, and it's their fucking parents. Yeah. Whether whether they're right, wrong, whatever, it's your parents. You got to deal with. So them. you got to deal with them, and you're you're going to, and it, and as inferior infuriating as it is, I get it now. At the time, I wouldn't get it because I I would say. You know, you're, you're telling me your mom is mad that I don't do this with you. I don't do this. And you're, you're kind of implying that she's right. But at the same time, you're talking shit about your mom every other week. Yeah. She's annoying the shit out of you. She's stupid, this, that, and the other. And I make I make the correlation and she, it was something that pissed her off. She wasn't happy about it. I go, when do I ever talk shit about my parents? Let's, let's keep, you just brought up a really good point that we haven't in all of our woman hatred here, haven't brought up. And that is many of the women in my life, not all, but many Mm -hmm. of the women in my life have talked crazy mad shit that this is what I wanted to get on about. This is what I wanted to get about one of their friends Yep. or their parents or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. There hasn't been a woman that I've ever known that hasn't had one friend, sometimes multiple friends, that they just talk crazy shit about constantly. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes in these situations, this one friend, they will inexplicably, for whatever reason, defend from you when you point out some quality of this friend. My point is... They will berate this friend behind their back. They will cut this friend down behind their back. And when they see this friend, oh my God, I'm so happy. Yep. They will take this friend back no matter what this friend does. Yep. Men don't really do this. Strong men definitely don't do this. Yeah. I don't even think strong women do. Yeah. But strong men definitely don't do this. I'm not going to talk shit about somebody personally behind their back if I'm not going to do it face to face. Yeah. I've seen so many fucking times. I hate this person. They treat me like shit. They never say anything nice. Hey. Yep. Yep. It's hard to trust that person. Oh, for sure. Because... I'm seeing what you really feel. And then I'm showing, I'm seeing you show somebody else a completely different narrative, mm-hmm. right? In your relationship, all of the things you complain about, you could fix right now. 
Yeah. By either getting this person out of your life or just being honest with the person and instead you choose to front. Yeah. Men generally don't do that. They might no. scrap it out. They might go other ways. They or might they might decide to be friends. They might front physically. Right. And then run. But but yeah, it's the it's, gossiping hens. The gossiping hens. The gossiping hens. And this I think this was probably in my last relationship, this was the most irritating, maddening thing that this person did. And I don't want to put it all, I don't want to put it all on her, but her mom was the same way. Her mom's like one of those, like she's older, not not super old, but she's old and wants to be a teenager still. That's what it is. I don't get along with people like that. With what we do, if I got a fucking problem, same thing. If I'm going to talk shit behind your back, it's nothing I wouldn't say to your face. Right. I'm going to say it to your face. Yeah. I'm not, uh, I'm not afraid to, it goes right along with it. I'm not afraid to speak words, right? Liberty, being free. I don't need to hide that shit. No minced words. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, dude, it's a lot of females and probably the most maddening thing about it is females accept it like that's how females are. Oh, that's just what we do. No, motherfucker. Be your own person. Don't be a little bitch and be like, oh, all females do this. Be better than that. Be better. So much of our society is filled with lazy excuses like that. Yeah. Oh, that's, we talked about that in the it's last It's the way podcast. it is. That's the way it is. That's the way we are. No justification. It, no, no. Well, and it's the same, you know, same thing, even in the relationships I've been, even though, even people I've talked to, this is just what you do. No. If you know anything about me, you dated me for seven years, I, what we were talking about, you tell me to do one thing, I'm going to do the fucking opposite. Right. I don't have to, I, and I've done pretty fucking well for myself. If you, if you talk to any major entrepreneur, any, any person that's highly successful, you got to take risks and you, you got to do shit. So on the other end, financially, oh, we got to do this. We, we got to get to a point where we got to do this. We got to do it this way. No, you don't. There's many different ways you can do it. But getting back to the, the shit talking, it's, it's, it's the same thing. They label it as, oh, we just, that's what we do. No, be, be bigger than that. Like, do you want to be growth? Yeah. Do you want to be what everybody, those cackling hens, you want to be the same Set, fucking land status the, quo? The, yeah. The same fucking shit. And this shit, the reason this shit was so annoying is when I dealt with this, the person was also an opportunist. What I mean by that was I could be with this person every fucking day. I could hear them cuss out, bitch about their coworkers, call them cunts. Every fucking word in the book, your own mom talking shit. She's such a bitch. Yada, 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 yada. When it comes time when things aren't good between us and you need somebody, conveniently, you're really fucking nice to that person. Yeah. We had this deal where we, when, when she moved out, when she moved out, when we were in Milwaukee, our, our bottom neighbor, um, Alicia, she's another one of those chicks. Fronts like she's really tough and she was the alpha in the relationship, but she hated me because if I ever heard her talking shit, I'd call her ass out. I'd be like, you got something to say? Like, just cause you're a woman, I'm I'll fucking, I'll destroy you with words. Like you want to go down this route? Like I'm not getting physical, but fucking you want to go there? I'll fucking, I'll tear you down. So, um, my ex at the time would talk so much shit about how she can't stand her, 
talking shit behind her back, told me secrets that this woman told her, probably in confidence, thinking only the females would know. Very personal shit, right? That other people would kind of laugh at and be embarrassing about her boyfriend, right? All this shit. So she tells me all this shit and she talks all this shit, calls her a cunt. Oh, I don't like her. I don't want to be around her. She's always looking for attention. And when, when she has me around, she always caters to her friends. As soon as shit gets bad and uh, she's moving out, who's up there helping her move her shit out? The very chick she just a couple weeks ago was calling a cunt. And oh, what are you doing tomorrow? Oh yeah, you want to do this? You're fake as fuck. And even if you even if you you can hide it, try to hide it and put shit past it as much as you want, you're fake. And this person will get really mad when I'd call her that. Why do you think she'd get mad? Triggered. She knew she was. She knew it was true. Yeah. She knew it was true. There, there was a bunch of bullshit. I, not saying I'm a saint, but if there's anything that, that I, I don't give a fuck who you are. If I got something to say, I'm gonna fucking say it. Right. It's this shit we got going with Khan. Right. Khan will talk shit about us subliminally. He won't say that shit to our face. No. What do we do? I'll sit here blasting that motherfucker every podcast he comes up and I'll see him out and I'll still say the same shit to his face if he stays. Yeah. Right? So I've seen that not only my ex, uh, I think almost every every other female, I think it's more in today's age, especially with social media. Mm-hmm. It's just it, when we say insecurities, I think even it goes there where they like to talk down on that girl because maybe that girl is pretty. Mm-hmm. maybe bring something to the table and they want to tear her down to make themselves feel better. Well, I th- that's, it seems like that's all that social media is. Yeah. Social yeah. media is people pretending to have lives greater than they actually do. And the rest of the time, they're not pretending to have the perfect fucking life. Yeah. They're judging people. Yep. They're casting judgment and in, in insinuating that they know the perfect way. Yeah. The internet has become this big magnifying glass for douchebags. Yeah. Where they become, now I can see them a mile away. Mm-hmm. Just by the shit that they post. Yeah. And uh, women, I, I, I have women on every once in a while. This one just fucking ridiculous, dude. Yeah. Every day she's on Instagram or Facebook making stories where she shakes her ass around and does this little dance. It's the same thing. Every, Every single time. time. And it's like, I, I'm sitting here just bewildered going, you got a nice body, you know, you look pretty good. How much time do you spend recording yourself, recording yourself, doing this same thing over and over and over and getting like, you know, about a hundred likes every yeah. time and, and getting the embarrassing, you've seen these guys. Oh. So it's so embarrassing, bro. Bro, I got girl, you oh man, that looks so nice. Like, <laughs> I got well, they want that, they want that. I, I know they do, and, and then it's perfect dysfunction what, what because I'm looking at the guys and I'm like, Ugh. you know, I'm looking the, at the girl, and I'm like, yeah, you know what the irony is? It's funny because you'll see these, these chicks post shit like that, and they'll be like, all these creeps. That's your fan base, motherfucker. Right. Like, if especially even if you're you're making money off of it, if you're streaming, you're doing any of this. Well, there's smart girls making money. Off making of money off of it, but your audience is creeps. A guy like me, I ain't gonna pay you to watch shake your ass. I'm gonna go fuck somebody. You know what I'm saying? Right. So like, you're talking shit about your audience. 
that you're alienating. Now, I, I, I'm completely like, I don't get the guys either that do that. And it's kind of sad, right? But shit, okay. Not everybody is as fortunate, right? Some people are socially awkward. I get it. Okay. So you're going to have those guys. But when girls berate these guys because, oh, they're creeps. I'm getting dick pics. You get what you put out, motherfucker. If you're trying to sell, if you're trying to sell sex and you're trying to make living, or you you need attention because you got insecurities, and you need attention, if you're you can't be mad at getting dick pics. You're 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 selling sex. <laughs> I hear I hear about dick pics all the time. I yeah. hear about dick pics from dudes. I hear about dick pics from females. I haven't been in the dating scene, so I don't make it a habit to send chicks pictures of my dick. However. I know some people, I know some dudes that are in the dating scene, mm-hmm. and I've heard enough from those dudes to know that they've sent some dick pics around, and a lot of those dick pics instantly got them fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, I hear a lot of girls talking about, I don't want to see your dick pics. You might want to see some. Yeah. If we're talking about girthquake. <laughs> here, girthquake. If we're talking about girthquake here. Maybe you do. Yeah. I bet there's some dicks out there that you'd see and go, huh, now that changes the game. Right, right. Hmm, okay. But you want to, you want to like look down upon people that are sending you dick pics. It's like, you know what you're doing. Yeah. And if it's some yeah. well-dressed man and he cordially talks to you for five or 10 minutes and then goes, by the way, this is what I'm packing. <laughs> there's a lot of women out there that would use the dick pic line or the you don't respect me line or you're a fuckboy line. Yeah. That would get right in line. Oh, yeah. For that yeah. and do every single day. Yeah. And I I hear these same tired cliches all of the time. You see it at like if you, you've seen scrolled through Tinder, I don't want any hookups. Yeah. You're on Tinder. You're on Tinder. You're, you're on, let's, you're, you're not, let's what, call it what it is. It's a, it's a studio apartment. <laughs> it's a studio apartment. <laughs> you're on Tinder. Um, yeah, man. It, like if you're, if you're looking for a love connection, then time is not something you're, you're not rushing. Right. So Tinder, not the place to fucking be. No. Us as guys, we want to fuck. So what's crazy you ever think about, there's a lot of girls on Tinder. Can you imagine how many fucking guys are on there? Every oh. single guy. Every yeah. single fucking guy. So like, so these girls are getting like fifty messages. Oh yeah, for, for oh yeah, for every decentish looking guy who's getting a message here and there. Yep, these girls are getting like fifty. Every oh, time. constant, constant. constant I've constant, seen constant. it. I yeah. seen it. So so, you, what you're you're not looking for an actual connection. You you know you know why people have this app. It's easy. It's accessible. It's a way to, hey, I'm really busy and I want to hook up. That's what it is. Yeah. If, I don't if, want to date If you want, if, if you're so into being compatible, right? A fucking hundred letters uh, uh, description isn't going to tell you all you need to know about somebody. No. Join Match. Joinmatch.com. Right. Go on an actual like dating set that, uh, that Tries. technology, uh, yeah technologically narrows things down for what you're looking for right. as a husband or a match, right? But Tinder, no, shut the fuck up. Okay? And here's a- okay. Any, any of them. Here's another thing. People are going to hate me for this. They're going to hate us for all. Of They're going to hate us for all. You're going to hate me for this. Being on Tinder, I cannot stand the females with like 3 kids who have a needs list like a fucking rap sheet. Like, don't do this and do this. You better be like this. If you don't like this, swipe left. 
motherfucker, you are in no position. I'm not saying having kids is a bad thing, right? But you're, you're trying to get someone in to date you. If you're looking for a match or you're looking for someone you're going to spend your life with, that person's taking on three kids. Right. You aren't. You already got the three kids. You already made your bed. You got that shit. So, and I... Tinder ain't a place to make demands. Right. Don't make demands. Oh, my God. Let's, let's go on a tangent. Let's go on a comedic tangent about, right. about uh, dating apps. Yeah. Tinder. Tinder stereotypes. Yeah. The girl who has pictures of multiple girls. Oh. The, oh. the first three are pictures of multiple girls. I know. And they're the same girls. Yeah. Right? But you know who it is. But you know who it is. And you yeah. get to the end and you know. Yeah. You know. You know what you're doing. You know. And it's a little shady. Yeah. And it says you're insecure. And that's a put off to secure people. Don't be surprised when you don't attract that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't even look through. No. I know. If it's, if if... it's two or three pictures, <laughs> All the guy same. knows... Then it's just swipe. Yes. Yeah, swipe, Whatever's swipe coming in the, in the fourth it, or fifth picture. How, how about filters? Okay. So everybody. Any filter that puts shit on your face. You're hiding something. One. Two. Those filters get rid of blemishes. Yeah. They get, they, they cut and they round your face out and they make it look clean. They make like everybody's look, face. They make you look not real. Right. Right. So like when you do that, you know. When I got six cat face pictures <laughs> in a lineup it's the same fucking shit <laughs> same phone blue steel this is me Magnum, being a cat this steel, is me Magnum. being a mouse this is me being a cat again <laughs> when the fuck are you gonna be a person uh, bitch how about uh okay how so, about being a human being so bitch? another one i don't want to sound shallow but let's just be real the it goes along with the same thing not even filter but all face shots Nobody. Yes. You know where that's going. And, and smart people, intelligent people know if they've got the body, they're going to put it in there. It's going to be the first picture. If you're real, if you're cunning and you're looking for the, the dick or the puss, it's the first picture. Yeah. But it's going to be in there for sure. Right. And usually when you look through four or five face pics... And then there's one pick of the body, but it's not first. It's, it's like at the end. fifth or sixth. That picture's 10 fucking years old. <laughs> yep. It's the old high school glory That's days. 50 pounds ago, baby. Yeah, yeah. Right? Then, of course, there's the nondescripts that don't even put their pictures because they're mysterious. Yeah. Um, who, what other cliches do you have on Tinder and social media? Hmm. You got obvious catfishes. You have obviously hack accounts. You you got bots, right? Yep. They're just advertising. Um, in all of the the swipes that I've seen swiped, I've seen multiple people on horses. Multiple horse <laughs> yeah, pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there was a th <laughs> only one time yeah. did I see a girl riding a horse when I went, mm, she's not bad. Yeah, yeah. Most of the other times, it's not. I felt bad for the horse. Jeez. I'm just saying. Just saying. Being it, not every time, but uh -huh. almost every time you have a horse picture in there, 
You know what? This is this a certain isn't a, horse scent. This isn't about the pictures, but it's about uh, profs. It's like the interactions on there mm -hmm. it, are so funny because if I start talking to somebody and not not far into you know say how's it going you know how's your day whatever whatever just to start the conversation and I get right to it and I say Snapchat Instagram. When you get a girl, when you get a girl that gets mad or they ghost you, you know they're not real, right? Mm -hmm. Because sometimes you get those profiles that you're like, hmm, something's a little fishy. The pictures don't, they look kind of like they were taken. Oh, yeah. Right? They weren't they taken from somebody else. You just get a feeling about it, right? It's pretty easy. And, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they overdo it. They make it like just a bombshell. Oh, right? you got one and picture it, of a supermodel. Right, right, right. right. So as for the Snapchat and how many times I've been ghosted after that, because they're not real. Yeah. And it, I've had, I've had a, there was one girl that was, she was real, but she's like, really already? This is, I use that for more personal. I'm like, you got to understand from my point of view, we're it, Tinder, probably 75% of the profiles aren't even real. They're right. fake. Everybody's name is Zoe. That's another one. Zoe. The fake profile. You want a fake profile? Every girl's name is Zoe. Zoe. It's Zoe or uh, the fuck? There's a Lexi. It's something like that. Zoe and Lexi. I'll go through like three Zoes in a row. One picture. Bomb ass hot chick. I'm like, nah. So you've seen these girls that are seemingly real girls mm -hmm. that you could probably look up on social media and see there they are. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But they'll go through so they'll go through an app like Tinder, and they'll match you or not match you. Mm -hmm. You'll match them or not match them. Let's say in this case, not match them. Mm -hmm. And then here, two days later, they're popping right back up again. Oh yeah. So did you like? Yeah. Shut your account down just so you could go back through and blast through all of these likes because yeah. I swear. I know of people that have gone through this loop three oh, four yeah. times. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we remember when we talked like two years ago? No. Right, right. But right. I guess so. I guess we did. Yeah. Um, That whole, I, I know, I'm not going to name anybody's name, but I know a woman that uh, I think is pretty cool. I think she's a pretty nice girl. She has a kid. Um, Always been super kind. Looks pretty good, honestly, for mm -hmm. her age. And she stays in shape and shit. She works out. She's pretty sexy mm -hmm. and she has been uh i haven't really seen her obviously but she's been on tinder for a long time yeah and i keep seeing the same thing over and over and over yeah. you're on tinder uh you're off tinder for a little bit your life is really really happy mm -hmm. then you're angry again tinder and you're angry on tinder again yeah and you're going i'm not here to play any games <laughs> I love that. I'm not here for games or hookups. That's the only thing dude, that goes on here. Dude, and you know dude, it. So you're you not genuine right now. Right. Right out right, of the gate. Right. Oh, okay. Here's another pet peeve on Tinder. God, there's a lot on there. <laughs> the the girls that are real, but they use it as an advertisement for their Instagram and their Snapchat. So it mm -hmm. actually goes the other way. I'll match with a girl. Add me on Snap. I go, no. You add me on Yeah. You add me on Snap. And I already then, did this. And then match canceled. Yeah. Like they cancel it because they're looking for for people. They're you because going back to our point, you gotta think of a female. They're getting 
hundreds of messages, just mm-hmm. like fucking gangbusters. So it's smart to use it as an advertising. You don't have to, to boot, work. Right. To boost your Instagram, your follow count, just put put that shit on Tinder. You'll get a bunch of guys go through there and they'll follow you because yep. they're fucking idiots. Yep. <laughs> you know? They will. A, yeah, yeah. Now it's being used as advertising. It's being used as cunning advertising. But some of the characters, bro, that I've seen roll through, some... You ever seen these profiles and you're going, what made you pick that picture? Yeah. They're, they're getting messaged. Oh, yeah. They're getting inboxed. Oh, yeah. The, the, the amount of messages going one direction from man to woman in most cases, or man, they're coming from man yeah. regardless, is way disproportionate. Oh, yeah. It's not even sure. close. For sure. That is a, a almost a, a living technological representation of sex drive in men and women. Exactly. Women are yeah. looking for this mutual connection. Mm-hmm. If you were to go on, uh, I'll just say it the way it is. When I was fucking around on Tinder, and I wasn't even really looking, I was just, it, was, it truly was almost more just keeping me busy. Mm-hmm. Some guilty pleasure. I had this shit all of the time. Hey, um, in a kind of an open situation, I have my personal freedom, do whatever you want. I just want to be clear up front about this. This can't be something that develops into anything else. Yeah. I don't know if I'm comfortable with that. Why? You're not comfortable with immediate truth? Yeah. Immediate yeah. honesty? Yeah. You're still talking to me? Yeah. So what is it that you're not comfortable with? Being second? Yeah. You're yeah. not comfortable with me going, there's no chance for me in yeah. That's what it really is. Yeah, it is. It they want to know that they have some possibility. Yep. So when I go on there and I go, hey, straight out of the gate, I'm not even going to bullshit you. There's no chance for you and I. What I'm looking for is a is a easy, safe, um, neutral, sane side piece yeah. that I can use every once in a while and she can use me and it's mutual. There's no expectation. But I'm being honest with you yeah. because I don't want to waste my time and I don't want to waste your time and we matched. So I think I owe it to you. Yeah. I just don't know how comfortable I would be being with somebody else's husband. Okay. Yeah. Well, then you're not right for me. But uh, you've been fucking people on Tinder for six years now. Yeah. So let's not pretend <laughs> that you're some holier than thou Holy, moral right. integrity because if I keep pushing this, you'll keep talking. Yeah. yeah and you'll yeah. eventually go do this. But I can't stand that. Oh, I have so much moral conviction. I'm a, I am know what you're doing here. If you're on Tinder, you don't got If much. you're on Tinder and you're looking for a stable, long-term relationship, as you said, you missed the boat somewhere. You should be on match or maybe meeting somebody in your given field that has similar interests that's going to be right. a good actual match in life. When you go to Tinder, you go to Tinder to conveniently, quietly, and quickly satisfy your own need to be validated, yeah. to get attention. And when I would go on there and say, hey, look, this is the only attention that I can give to you, I, got, I almost got judgy feedback from women going, well, I'm just not comfortable living with that kind of lifestyle. Or I don't know if, I would, if that's appropriate or what. Yeah. I'm coming to you telling you exactly what you always tell me and my brother that you want to hear. Truth. The truth. Yeah. And I'm not even beating around the bush like most of you fucking pussies do. Yeah. I'm yeah. not selling you I'm some bullshit. I'm not sugarcoating you. 
for I'm not leading you on for three or four months and then breaking the truth on you. I'm telling you right now. Yeah. And you're going to sit here and tell me that you can't possibly sink to that moral level. Yeah. When I like know you're higher. you've been doing yeah. it over and probably more than me, you've been doing it over and over. Yep. It's so, it's just another it's, platform of phony. Well, and it's crazy because that's on that female perspective. It's almost like they know what's happening, but they tell themselves it's not. Mm-hmm. And it, as long as you don't tell them exactly what's happening, they're going to believe it's something else. That's the irony of it. Right, right, right. So, and that's that's what's funny when when you you see girls go, oh, guys are so, are pigs and this guy did this and I found out he was talking to this other girl. Well, yeah, he's smart. He knows you weren't going to give up the pussy unless he sugarcoated it and yeah. he made it seem great. Right. He did that and he got the pussy and now he's rolling out. Mm-hmm. And you are the idiot because you know. You know what guy you know what guys are gonna do. If I was a married man, um, which I am, and I was on Tinder and I was going and I said some shit like, I'm not satisfied with my relationship. Need something else. Bitches would be lining up. Not not saying anything special about me. Right. But for the inherent possibility of being the woman that broke the man. That broke him up. That broke well, that because now I'm more important. Because I made a man choose me over his own wife, whether women want to admit it or not, it's true. They get they off love it. On that they fucking shit. love it. It's it's and it goes back to instinctive urge. It's not. I'm not calling him immoral. I'm saying you like when a man goes. No, you're here. You're a more prized possession. You're yeah. Cleopatra. You made me get rid of this one. This person that I had an emotional connection to, I forgo her for you. Women fucking love that no they do so if i go to a woman and i say hey i'm married but things aren't good i want a little side piece i want to live dangerously i feel like i'm in prison i have 10 women that are going okay yeah let's do this because they think there's a possibility they'll be the one over if i lead with this hey there's no possibility there never will be. I'm happy with my relationship. Yeah. I, this is just me expressing myself in my own way. I will never leave my wife. If you ever ins- if you ever insinuate it, I'll never talk to you again. Mm-hmm. They're so off put by that, bro. Oh yeah. They're so off put by that truth because it affords them no way to validate how important they are in the bigger picture. Well, and what's crazy is if you flip flop it the other way and you get a girl that says, and there are girls on there. I'm happily married, but we got an open marriage and, you know, just down for a fling. How many guys do you think? <laughs> the fucking jackpot. Holy grail. Jackpot. Right? Yeah. Oh, you mean you're clean and safe for most of the time? You don't fuck everybody that you talk to, but you're down and you can do it and it's easy and there's no commitments? Sign me up. <laughs> Sign me up. Why is it so different? Well, we know why it's different. Well, and it's science. It's, right? like it's, women want to play games. Women will talk about games. Yeah, they they'll don't talk about how games. guys they play, play games, games and they don't want to play games. They play all the games. Well, and you know why? And a lot of people believe, and I agree with it. The irony in it, me being called a manipulator, women are manipulators. I, I a think, lot, a lot more than men. A lot more than they admit, for sure. A lot more than they admit. And I don't want to... Pussy control. I Pussy control, and not only that, today, things where it's not about the strong 
who can beat who up, who can run shit. Now it's all psychological. Yep. So Seduction. women know that. Men, men, even if a man got really mad at you, they can't attack you. They can't do anything, right? So it's psychological warfare. Women can torment dudes psychologically. Oh, man. And they do it. And I think a, a lot of them enjoy doing it. If I think so too because, and it makes perfect sense. If, I, if I'm a woman and I can make you miserable, you care about me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Simple. Yep. If you're miserable and you're wallowing away with your own sadness, I mean something to you. Yeah. The irony of this is that woman in this relationship, while the, the, the guy she's with of three years is broken and shattered when he realizes that the relationship's really over. All this girl needs is a, to be surrounded by a flock of hens. Yep. In a fucking half gallon of ice cream. Oh, yeah. Or a couple drinks out at the bar because we're having a divorce party. You're celebrating your failure? Yeah, yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet the next one's going to work out real good. Real good. Maybe you'll meet him here tonight. Yeah. But I, I, I don't see that. I, I, In fact, in my life, the, the bad breakups that I've seen with my friends and my... The, the guy's always taken to the worst. Yeah. The guy's always taking it the worst. The guy always has a deeper connection. And I feel like the woman's connection, and again, this is just my perspective. I could be a chauvinist piece of shit, can be more easily tamed. Yeah. She, with a night out on the town with her friends, she can ease, more easily get over the, the loss of a man than a man will get over the loss of a woman. Yeah. If there's real love If there's a real connection. If there's real connection involved. Yeah, yeah. And that makes me go, is there a real connection? Are yeah. you really connected to me if you can get over me so easy? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like when I got, I went through a divorce, a really hard time in my life. Um, I, at first I was like, Ooh, I'm going to be free. I'm going to be single. I uh, thought the single life was so fucking good till I got out there. Yeah. I realized that for a it's guy in my position, it's not that great. Yeah. Um, there's a couple diamond in the rough here, but they turn out after three or four weeks to be. The yeah. Time those keepers. people. Yep. Um, there just wasn't much out there. And that's when I was like, man, maybe I took my marriage for granted. Maybe I didn't really know because I didn't, I'd never dated I'd right, with right. my wife since I was 16 years old. Yeah. And when I got on the dating scene, I was just like, holy shit. Like I'm old or older. Right. I got two kids. I don't want any more kids. Like this pool isn't nearly as deep as I thought it was yeah. at all. Um, and I don't even think Tinder was a thing really at the time. So I'm glad that it wasn't. I didn't have to deal with that. But I feel like uh, women... Uh, just almost is a is a part of their nature. I mean, you got to think about this. Just what you said. They have all of these Instagram messages. They can literally pick and choose. Pick and choose who they want. If they had the mindset of a man, they'd be cleaning up shop. Oh yeah. They could go you and you and you and you, and it could happen. Yes. It wouldn't be safe. Let it rain. You'd on probably you. have to go to the doctor, but it could happen. Yeah. A guy, that's not gonna happen. No. If you get a, even a socially withdrawn or a, a, a girl with social anxiety who doesn't necessarily know how to make herself look as appealing as this person or that person, she can get dick in five minutes. Oh yeah. Easy. She can find somebody and e she could probably find a decent looking dude that's, if he's willing to just hook up and she's willing yeah. to just hook up, can get that. Yep. The same cannot be said for men. No. And when you get a dude that's not cookie cutter attractive, right? And, and 
he puts himself out there and gets constantly rejected all the time. Girl puts herself out there, she gets the dick. Yeah. It's easy. Yeah. She gets that feedback and that attention. Guy puts himself out there, not so much the case. Right. He's not going to get that kind of attention. He doesn't need to, or, or there's not anybody there. When you take a guy like that, and he's socially withdrawn, and then he feels unloved, mm-hmm. and then he feels like he's not being paid attention to, what kind of personality does that promote? Oh, man. A, not... a fucking powder keg. Yeah. An yeah, unstable... Just waiting to blow. Exactly. Waiting to blow. You, you don't really have to worry about that most of the time with women because they're given so much attention. I wouldn't want it, just yeah. for the record. But they're given so much attention, it's it's a shooting fish in a barrel. Yeah. If they really want to date somebody or to hook up with somebody, they don't even have to. Right. All they got to literally do is ask. Men, men don't... If, even, if, even being a good-looking man, man, women know the power they have. They, they're not stupid. Right. They know the power they have. Even if you're a good-looking dude, they're going to make you work. Mm-hmm. Any any chick that, you know, if you're if you're a good looking chick and then and this is and this is something. This, so even being into fitness. I'm a, I'm, you know, I work my ass off. I feel like I'm a good looking dude. I still got to put some work in. Right? Females when it comes to fitness, fit for a guy is just not overweight. Simply what it is. That's yep. simply what it is. Yep. So it's it's it, the attraction is so so fucking easy. So you got to think, guys, too. If you want to be that what they call a player, if you want to be a guy that smashes ass, you got to look good. You got to work your ass off to be in shape. You got to watch what you eat. You can't drink all the time, right? You can't. There's being a lot a, of shit. Being a fuck boy is a lifestyle. It is a life. <laughs> it is. It is. It is a fucking lifestyle. Everything is. You but got it a is. lot more shit that you got to do to stand out. To, to a female, especially like if you want upper echelon female, like a bad bitch, that's what you need. Females, bro, they pick and choose. They uh, like a like a bad female will get all good looking guys, and like yeah. you said, they get to go. Boom. You. You. That's you, the power. You. That's a that's the pussy power, right? Yeah. And they 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 know that. So that's another thing I think's funny when girls say, "Don't play games." You don't realize guys play games. Because they've got to tell you what they what you want to hear. Mm-hmm. If they're blunt, if they're blunt, you're you've got a million other. Exactly, you're, you're out. You're out. Which one of these people can appease me the most? <laughs> right, right. Because if you're not gonna appease me, and you don't have something that would benefit me, yeah, like status, money, power, whatever. Yeah, I'll go find somebody that does. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, and that's why, like, even and you can hate on even, that. That's that's it's, uh, historically it's, it's fucking ratified. true. And and I, and my ego gets the best of it because I mean, there's there's a lot of matches on Tinder. I could play that game. I could play the 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 honey dick, the fucking tell you what I'm gonna hear, and you know, even get more results that I want out of it because I ain't gonna talk to you anyway after after this is done, but. I'm so prideful now and I know, I know females know what's up and I know when they do, they pull the shit they do. I'll, sometimes I'll get rude. Cause if, if, if a woman tries to come at me, they, you know, trying to either one up or, or talk shit in any way, I'll fucking let them know. I'll let them know the fucking deal. I'm not, it's a numbers game. That's what Tinder is. It's a numbers game. Yep. You know, and 
I don't I Lowest I know I know females know that. So when they try to act like they're too good or they're too I'm like, you don't know who the fuck I am. I'm a not not in the better sense of what I'm not a great thing, but I'm a whole different fucking animal. Yeah. Which goes back to us being a coax. When we told Brent we were doing a <laughs> a woman podcast, the coax were just a different he was worried about it. Yeah. And rightfully so. Rightfully because, so. Because there it's a paradox. It's the yin and the yang. It's the balance. I love women. Yeah. I women drive me absolutely fucking bonkers. Yeah. Some of the shit that women do, um, some of the time, I mean, like from driving to like, there's all kinds of stereotypical shit that I'm going to be called a sexist for. But- there's a lot of uh, female qualities that I absolutely love. It's just so much easier to focus on the ones that drive me fucking nuts. Yeah. And almost all of them are wrapped up in an overly heightened state of emotional emotion response. It's when logic and reason goes right out the window and they let their emotional clock spin. And this, again, is just science. Right. Women are more emotional creatures. And when you're emotional you're more likely to be irrational. Yeah, for sure. Period. For sure. That's it. So now I'm going to have to, by default, deal with irrationality more consistently than I would. Mm -hmm. That's a tough pill for for somebody like me to swallow because I'm all about rationality. I'm all about reason. If I can't have reason or if you're acting like a total twat and you can't justify it for me logically, I don't want to be around you. Well, and and here, so here's another question, right? We're men. We're supposed to be good. We're not supposed to go out and fuck everybody that that walks, right? Well, that's what that's they testosterone. Say, well, right. That's the that's <laughs> quoting quoting a couple females I've been with. That's what people do. Oh my normal. god! That's what normal people do. I fucking hate that. Shit. Oh, dude. When you <laughs> say that to one of the Koch brothers, you're gonna get a firestorm. You're gonna get a firestorm yeah. <laughs> of of words or behaviors because. A, we're not normal, and B, we have no intention of, of being ever normal. being normal. I don't want to be normal. To quantify yourself or to subject yourself to the term normal, we feel is derogatory. So if you say we just want to do it because that's what normal people do, this is what me and my brother think. You're fucking weak. <laughs> weak you're a, ass. You're a follower. Yeah. yeah. We're leaders. You're a follower. You go do what normal people do. We'll continue doing what the fuck we've been doing yeah. the entire time we've been doing and it. And don't praise us for it when we get success. Right. Yeah. So, so, but... Uh, you but, ever see that meme that says, um, it's a quote by Johnny Depp, mm-hmm. someday people that doubt you will tell people how they met you or something? Oh, like dude. Dude. For sure. So many I dropped, people I've met. I dropped that. out of high school. I was a joke. All my classmates, oh, drop out. He's going to be an MMA fighter. Yeah, right. I fight in the UFC. Guess who I see out at the bar? Old Timmy there. Used to be a fucking high-level high school athlete with rides all over the place. Got a beer belly. It reminds me of, remember uh, that movie, uh, Just Friends, with uh, with, uh, Ryan Reynolds and that blonde chick, right? When he's fat in high school and he's... the football players are the shit, and then he becomes the man and comes back to and the old football players like yeah, yeah, class of whatever, wearing his Letterman jacket and he's balding and fat, right? That's what I feel like because I told everybody what I was gonna do. I didn't let anybody hate on what I was gonna do, but that's what happens now. People that I know have talking talking mad shit about me behind my back would never say it to my face. Are the same people they see me at the bar? Eric Coat, man, you. 
representing Cedar Rapids, yada, yada, yeah. yada, yada. Same shit all the fucking time, right? So, I mean, that's very true. But I want to get back before I forget it. The correlation I was going to make. We need to, we need, as in females' eyes, men need to control their testosterone and not want to fuck everything that walks. But when they get their period and hormones are going crazy and shit, it's just, hey, what are the men told? Look out. She's emotional right now. You've got to deal with that emotion. Don't make her upset. And right? don't you dare question her for being a woman. Right, right, right. So women can you openly, and even, it's a joke, right? Like when guys, like the, the happy fucking burbs husbands, the little bitch puss, pussy pushover dudes. Happy wife, happy life. Mm. Gotta make, make the wife happy. She can be a completely huge lunatic and fucking be irrational and none of it makes any sense. But because she's a woman and she's got all that emotion, you have to deal with it. Yep. Even if she's irrational, you got to deal with it. So we can't be pigs. We can't do what testosterone tells us to do, which is look at ass, want to fuck everything that walks. But when it comes to their emotional insecurities, because there's fucking hormones going you crazy, gotta we got to deal with it. Yeah. Makes sense. And you got hey, to tolerate hey, it. Hey, equal rights, right? Sounds equal. Sounds equal to me. So, so you, what you're implying is their hormones make them emotional and our hormones make us want to bang everything. And if we respect your hormones, then you should respect. We got to respect our hormones. Respect mine. Hey, right. it's that time of the month. I want to fuck some strange. So I know you're emotional. I'm going to do this politely in a time you can understand while you're on, on your period. So while you're on your period, I'm going to be having sex with people. Um, I don't think we'd get that same support. And I think that if we said, look. That's my hormones. Yeah. We're still a pig. We're still a pig. We're still, We're still pig. gonna get it judged. Ain't. You, like you said, you should be able to control yourself. Right. Okay. Well, when you get the period in your monthly cycle and your estrogen and everything's all over the fucking map, why don't you control yourself? Control too? it. Yeah. And if I'm not speaking, by the way, about the, all of the beautiful ass that I see on a day to day basis, I don't want to hear shit about tampons. I don't want to hear shit about your general mood or your cramps. Right. Just deal with deal it. Deal with it. Deal with it and, and transcend. Right. Transcend yourself and become somebody else. Right. But if you want to bitch about cramps, I'm cool with it. Yeah. If you're uncomfortable, I don't have any problem with that. And I don't even mind you telling me. But when I tell you that chick's ass makes me want to wear it, <laughs> don't get mad at me. Right. And this is like we're talking about truth and honesty. This is one thing I can say. Um, with my relationships I've been able to do, I've been able to be honest yeah. in, in most of them and say, man, uh, that chick is hot. Now, um, with one of these relationships that I've had, I'd say something like that. And what would I get? Anger. Yeah. Another one of my relationships I get, what do I get? Oh my God, that chick's ass is ridiculous. And what do I get from her? Yeah, she's, she's stacked. Right. Is, why do they not understand? First of all, why do they not understand how to control a man's mind? It's very easy. Just let him be a man. Let him be a man. If, yeah. you let, if you are one of the magical beasts that is woman, that just lets a man be a fucking man, they understand what a man is, how yep. simple a man is. 
and you just let that man be a man, that man will walk into hell for you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They'll go, I know what I have. Yeah. I, I know what she lets me be. Uh-huh. I'm not letting that go. Women, however, I feel like oftentimes are more concerned with their emotional stability. Oh, yeah. They put the person, they put their man second to their own needs. Yep. Right? And, when, and it should be a 50-50, right? Yeah. And uh, they insist. They insist that the man changes for them because the measure of love is what you're willing to do. The sacrifice you're willing to wait. How much you're willing to change. You told me you fell in love with me. Right. Why do you insist that I have to change to show you we're, further? We're supposed to be past that. Right. Right. We're, we're supposed not. to be evolving together. Right. Right. But, but that's oftentimes not what you get. No. Um, it's disproportionate. And the I, I really think what I've got out of this conversation is why we've had so much trouble with women. We try to find rationality. Yeah. And mm. when you get a highly emotional person... There historically in highly emotional responses is a lack of rationality. Yeah. You get irrational behavior. Well, so when women are inherently more emotional than men are, and they're inherently more irrational because of that emotional response, when, when the women I'm with, when I drive them really fucking crazy, and they get all whipped up into a frenzy, they start saying shit that doesn't even make sense. Yeah. No, start no. attacking me with attacks that literally don't really even apply. They, they don't apply. Grasping at straws because they're just so angry or sad or happy or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. But when I'm looking for rationality and logic, and I have you spitting all kinds of ad hominem attacks at my character and talking shit and making shit up that doesn't really have any you know, rational context to what we're talking about, I can't, I can't get on board with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, no. with, with you and I trying to be logical and finding rational reasons and explanations for why people behave the way they do and this and that. Yeah. And you come at, with, with, you come at me with some hyper-emotional response that's like all mad or all sad or what. So when, when you get females that get that heightened, they, they have nowhere else to go, then it just comes to you being mean. You're being so mean to me. Mm-hmm. You're yelling at me. Have you ever got the girl? It, this <laughs> happened multiple multiple times. When I've got into it with my ex, I've, it happened with this chick in Des Moines. When you text somebody something and they say you were yelling at me. Because they read it that it, way? They read it that way. Yeah. In their own mind, they read it as if because we were having an argument that I yelled it. So they put it on. Once again, they don't take responsibility for taking it the way that they interpret they it. They assign it to you. They assign it to you. They yeah. say, you're yelling at me. Why? Cre- you're always Literally yelling. creating a fight out of thin It's all bullshit. Yeah. So full of shit. There's so, like, I love females, but there is so much they do. They are so full of shit. And I, the, cro- the chromosome, the fucking chemicals that go through the body. I really do believe it's all chemical. I, I really. It, no, I think so too. Hormones are such a powerful thing. When I was a kid going through puberty, feeling what hormones can do to a person. I have no doubt that the overwhelming difference between maybe not the Koch brothers and women, but men and women yeah, yeah. Is, is, of course, scientifically hormonal. Right. If you take a woman and you inject testosterone into her, she starts to physically become a man. Yeah. Um, knowing how powerful hormones are, it doesn't come as any surprise 
the lack of one or an abundance of the other is going to have wild differences in the way that personalities are set up. Right. But this really has more to do with instinct, I think, and what we already talked about. What is the principal drive of the female, the base female psyche, to seek the protection of a stronger, more dominant person in a group, Mm -hmm. to rear children, to bring up a child? Yeah. We've been told in modern culture and in, in the span of our lives with increasing frequency that to, uh, to assume that or to, to even say that a woman is more effective at that than a man is somehow sexist. Yeah. Somehow demeaning her ability to... I can tell you that I believe women should be paid the same as men mm-hmm. and should be able to do the same jobs provided it's not a safety issue. Right. I can tell you that. I can tell you that they have equal rights. But then you want to tell me that I'm not being fair when I hold you accountable for being emotional. Right. Or what I believe, my, what my brain believes is my job, is to reproduce. Yeah. And that's it. it. It's not to reproduce and not care about people. Yeah. But it is to reproduce. Yeah. I can care about you and still have the act of reproduction with other people without you assuming it's the end of us. Yeah. It's the end of you. It somehow is a slight or a disrespect to you. Now, if you set up a relationship and in that relationship you agree to be monogamous and mm-hmm. you do... Well, that's what you agree to totally. do. Totally. Right. But right. you and I aren't going to make that step unwittingly yeah. or irrationally. And I think that's where we get into to a lot of trouble mm. is that we know exactly what we're worth. We know exactly what we fought for, what we've built ourselves into. Yeah. And we're not going to just accept the status quo. If there's going to be a woman that's going to dominate our life in any way any, and, and invest a large amount of time, she's got to be the cream of the crop. Cream of the crop. And until yeah. you prove that you're the cream of the crop, there's a good chance that you're just somebody floating in the bottom of the oatmeal. Yeah. Just a chunk taking up space. <laughs> and it's the same victim story over time. I just don't. When do you take accountability for it? When you've been on, when you're a female and you've been on Tinder for three years and running through dudes like a hot knife through butter, at what point do you sit back, like we talked about with some of these bitch made men, yeah. and go, is it me? Right. Is some, is some of it me? Because I look pretty good. I look decent. Right. I'm in good shape. And I've been doing the Tinder thing for four years straight, and I haven't had a, a relationship for over a month and a half. Yeah. Something maybe something may be with me now. Yeah. No. What do you see? Some victim song. It's victim shit. Some victim song. It's victim shit. No matter what you've well, been that's... through, keep going through it. Insert motivational quote. Victim mentality. It's yeah. all victim mentality. I haven't had an ex-girlfriend admit to me that they were wrong. Not not once. They've known it and I've seen it in their face. I've got them stuck where they can't say shit, but they don't go, I was wrong. I, I understand where you're coming from. Not one fucking time. It's always coded with something else. Well, I did this act of wrongdoing because you did this. Yep. It's always... It's always in retaliation to something, even if it's not that big of a deal, right? It's always a retaliation. It's always a victim mentality. And that's what pissed me off in my last, my last breakup was she knew it was bullshit, called me a manipulator and she does everything and all that. I'm like, you're playing victim to make it easier for you Mm -hmm. to make this breakup easier for you. You need to make me the bad guy. I still got that text. I still love you. Yada, 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 yada. You needed to talk yourself into it. 
So that's what you did. That's fine. If you need to talk yourself into it, that that's on you. I don't respect you. I don't respect you. If you're not going to look at it, if you're not going to take seven years and actually put it together right. and piece it together and come to a logical, and, and if your logical thing is, you know, we both, we both made mistakes and, um, I, I definitely understand where you're coming from. This just isn't for me. I would have more respect for you, yeah. but the fact you're going to try and defamate my character, you're going to put shit on me. That's not true. Fuck you. The apocalypse comes and you need that, that strong ride or die. Don't be calling me. <laughs> don't be calling me. If the shit really did hit the fan, uh, I would be concerned for women. I'd be concerned for yeah. women in my life because there'd be a direct threat. One of the best things they could do is get a stable, strong, confident man. It, well, it would go back. And it wouldn't make them less of a woman. No. This, this no. is something that I think has been popularized by this feminist movement is if you stay at home and you watch your kids, you are somehow betraying the, the rights of women um, or validating some chauvinist man's thoughts on shit. Women do a better job generally of raising children, in my opinion. Right. Uh, in my opinion, if there is a nurturer, generally it's a It's, it's a usually the woman. But um, it's important that that person nurtures their child all throughout childhood development. And women yeah. are especially adept for yeah. doing this on an evolutionary scale. Mm -hmm. There's not really any argument, but we do live in such a dumbed down, pussified society that saying it could be seen as controversial mm -hmm. because women can do anything men can do. Yes, that's, that's fine. Women can do many things yeah. that men can do. And women should be paid for that. But there's no reason, there's no reason that anybody should have a problem or I should feel like people have a problem when I insinuate that it's a positive thing when a woman can stay home and raise their fucking child. Yeah. Just because we can't do it. Or anymore. have kids. Right. We can't have, we can't survive without women. Right. Right. And if we're going to so, bring up the next generation, if the men are supposed to be leading from the front and showing the next generation, we need the women to bring us the next generation. Yeah. We need the women to raise our next generation. The, the breakdown of the American family has wreaked havoc in yeah. our country in the last 30 years. Mm -hmm. And part of that is due to, you know, fatherless children in inner cities and ghettos. But part of it's because women are at work. And some of those women don't have a choice. Yeah. They have to go to work to provide for their kid. Yeah. They have to get a $600 paycheck. So 290 or 350 can go to fucking daycare. Yeah. 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 They got to work twice as hard now just to make that money. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with a man staying home at all. No. But there there was this point in time in like the 80s or the 90s where if you were like, I, I think it would be good if a woman could stay home with her child. It became politically incorrect. Right. How right. dare you? Women can do this. I never said Never that. said you could. I just embraced the millions of years of evolutionary knowledge that we've gained that say that women are great nurturing bodies to bring up very young minds. Yeah. They teach empathy and love in the, all of the basic things that we're supposed to, where men is a little bit more gruff. Yeah. We're asked to do simple shit. Make babies, push big heavy rocks around. <laughs> right. We're simple right. creatures. I right. say it all the time. I'm a simple man. Yeah. And again, if that woman, in this case, Courtney, I'm very lucky, even though she drives me fucking nuts. But in this case, Courtney says, I accept you, caveman. 
I accept you for what you are. And I go, that's great. I love you. I want to marry you and spend the rest of my life with you. Yeah. Because if for no other reason you respect and love me enough to just take me the way I am. Yeah. To just accept me for who I am without trying to punch me into a box. Yeah. Without trying to pigeonhole me, without having to tell me it's what normal people normal do. people do. If you can just let me be and accept me for all of my stupid shit, again, I'll walk straight into hell for you. Yeah. But if you come up to me or you or any confident person, but definitely the Koch brothers in general, and start telling them what they're going to do, nope. you're gone. You're, yeah. You know, and I, I need <laughs> I need a I need an alpha bitch like Kojo that's like, I don't need to do that. I got my own shit to do. Yeah. My life is not dependent on you validating me because I'm your wife. I don't even see Courtney as my wife. Mm -hmm. There's still times when I'm like my wife and I'm like, that's so weird because I don't see her that way. I'm glad we're married, but it was basically, we got married essentially to avoid a fucking tax penalty for not being insured. That's why we did it. Yeah. I don't want to feel married. I haven't seen good results out of it. Well, marriage is religious. It, it is mm-hmm. a religious institution, and it, it's successful. How many of the t- how much percent of the time? That, yep. You got a quarter on you. That's how successful it is. Yeah. And people are like, "Oh, you're not married. I'm going to judge you." Yeah. Oh, you're not going to attach yourself to somebody for a lifetime because you're 30 and you still have 40 or 50 years left. How dare you? Yeah. Fuck boy. Mm-hmm. Everybody's <laughs> Fuck got boy. their own little label. Everybody's yeah. got their own judgment. But come on, people in glass houses. Yeah. Let's not throw stones. The, the, the reason that you think that uh, we're a problem is because we don't live in glass houses. We live where we are, in the words <laughs> of Seth from Wonderland. Yeah. We will tell people exactly what we want, exactly who we are, exactly what we expect, and we're unapologetic, and some people can't. Yeah. They can't stand it. Can't stand it, especially if you're an emotionally fragile woman. And you're staring at somebody's Instagram feed and seeing who their friends are Jesus. and who they're dating. That's not security. <laughs> Hell no. That's a lack of security. So you can present whatever image you want. The writing's on the wall. Mm-hmm. When you're st- when you're not a confident person, if you're stalking me to that degree, and if yeah. you're stalking me to that degree, you stalk somebody else before me. You stalk somebody else after me. And well, you'll be wondering when you're 35 why you haven't found the perfect guy. Well, when we talk about Tinder, right? Even when I when I made this match, I, I remember thinking, hmm, why is this chick on Tinder? She don't need to be on she don't need to be on Tinder. She looks good enough. You would think somebody would have did the necessary work churning and burning. And so once again, coming from somebody who okay, obviously you didn't make some some of the best choices call me a fuck boy mm-hmm. and say I'm a bad person. Yeah. I'm like, you need to look at your fucking dating history. Yeah. Like you're obviously doing something. If you think I'm not, I, I'm worse than a drug dealer and a dude that beat you, you're fucking high as a kite. Right. Whatever hole you need filled doesn't have anything to do. It has to do with your issues. Yeah. So many of these, and I really think this is the more I read about this, so much of this is trauma from their past somewhere that they haven't identified or dealt with yet. But it's basically some way for them to be validated by a male to make up for some problem they had with their dad, some attention they didn't right. get from their dad. So yeah. now I need it from you. And if you get a fucked up dad in the situation, you seek fucked up attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because sure. the same characteristics, good and bad, 
are what you're going to be naturally attracted to. That inner child yeah. that had that trauma when dad went to jail for four years while you were a kid and it traumatized the shit out of you. You're going to go, I need to seek a mate that represents that person. That you're not consciously doing it. Right, you're right. Subconscious. It's subconscious. Yeah. But you're doing it. And in an in age where uh, parents are weak yeah is shit and families aren't even together most families aren't together right right most families are split it's a ripe playing field to to fill all of these young women with issues yeah I mean, you need to start factoring in fucking magazines like cosmo oh shit uh, porn everybody has access to porn now yeah. so you have all of these unrealistic expectations of sex mm -hmm. we're we're definitely not and I want people to know, not a woman hater in any any measure of the word. I, again, I love women, but strong women are very, very rare. Yeah, they're increasingly rare. Well, and, and we've you, you don't have to ask usually. We, you yeah. can see it. We've we've used the women platform, just our experiences with women. That ain't taken away from the bitch ass dudes. You know, we didn't get as much on the bitch ass dudes, but. I'm not going to sit here and say men rule, females drool, you know, like it's pretty much neutral. It's neutral, man. And it, there are different issues. There's a, a lot of them come from insecurities. I think it was time because one, I've pen up because I've dealt with a lot of bullshit on the, the mental end of women. And I think, I think if I were to, if a woman were to hear this, you're going to have so many women that just don't even listen to it. Right? They don't want to. They don't want to listen to it. Yep. But even if a couple listen to it and they're like, "Wow, it kind of makes sense." Boom. Yeah. That's. I mean, that's good enough. You know, what I was thinking of um, men's insecurities mm -hmm. so often lead to them lashing out at others. Yeah. Women's insecurity so often ends in them lashing into themselves. Yeah. Right. I don't. Yeah. That, that doesn't yeah. happen a lot with guys. When guys are really, really insecure, they're angry at everybody. Right, right. When girls are really insecure, they tear themselves to pieces. Mm -hmm. And um, just an observation, neither is constructive. No. But I'll tell you what, and I've said this before, we've talked a lot about insecurity tonight, and I think insecurity is a huge problem in, in young kids, uh, young boys and girls, just because of the kind of the weak-ass society that we live in, the weak culture that we live in. But at the heart of nearly every problem that you could possibly Think of in the whole world yeah insecurity has something to do with it oh if you're sure. talking about warring factions between countries the insecurity of feeble men in suits usually leads to wars right um it, insecurity uh in relationships what happens because of insecurity in relationships if you feel like threatened by somebody that relationship's going to fall apart there's not going to be any quality of life right most of the the problem if you look at even uh crime mm -hmm. a lot of crime a lot of uh, sexual assault has its roots somewhere deep-seated in insecurity yeah uh, it, it, a secure person doesn't behave in this way typically mm -hmm. and insecurity I think is like epidemic level proportions right women painting their face with this cake that they don't realize men don't really like they don't like it when no. you fucking paint that shit on now it's like you said it's filters yeah everybody's trying to be everything that they're actually not yeah they're trying to put on that face and it's like just be fucking you yeah be you and be true so how think about this how many people are not being themselves being fake oh man 
more, well, and if, more than their urge. And you're actually hurting your cause because if you're looking for a dude that really wants to be with you, confident. It's the same thing with females. Females say confidence. Same thing. They with can guys. smell it. If you got if you got confidence and you know you look good without makeup, that that sets you apart. Right. Sets you apart. You don't need to do that shit. But yeah, when I see when I do see someone cake on makeup, they don't even look like the same fucking person. I'm like. Nope. Nah. <laughs> nah. You're, you're coming with baggage there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think that, you know, to sum up our angry woman hater podcast, um, why have we had so much so much issues with the women in our life? I, I really, truly believe it's just because we are strong in what we expect. Yeah. And well, I'm not going to, again, you and I both are not going to entertain a huge investment in time of somebody who demands it. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to invest a lot of time in somebody that I want to invest time in and that I know wants to invest in me. I'm not going to invest time in somebody who's just going, I need you to validate me as a woman. Yeah. I don't got time for that no, shit. No, 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 you, no. If you're strong enough to walk your own path, I'll join you. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not going to have you following me around, befriending all of my friends and my friends' wife and losing your own fucking personality and your own identity and then getting mad at me yeah. about it. I was in a relationship where this happened, the assimilation of my friends, the reduction of her friends. And then when my friends moved away and their wives moved away and there wasn't really anybody, I don't have any friends. Oh no, same thing happened to me. You fucking chose this shit. Yeah. I made new friends. I kept my yep. old friends. I have connections. You decided to wrap all of your shit around my life. Yep. And then you want to resent me for it when yep. you tell me that you don't have any friends. Yep. That's your choice. Don't put that fucking shit on here. I'll lead you to the end of the earth, but I'm not going to have you following me around. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Following me around. Do you still care about me? Do you still care about me? Well, I'm here. <laughs> right. When right. you'll know the answer to the question well, when I'm not here. Right. Well, and that's that's another thing, right? Uh, actions speak louder than words. One of my biggest when when it comes to my two last ordeals is you never post me on Instagram. You don't do this. You don't do that. And I'm like, I live I'm here. with you. I'm here. I fucking I live. Li with I live with you. And if if I have any girls on my Instagram, they're you. I don't post them all the time. I've told you a million times. I have my Instagram for my job. That's it. I'm required to have it. They want you to have it so you can network, right? So that's why I have that shit. So I I don't need a platform to fucking send out a bunch of fake shit to let people, like you said, people on Facebook, my life is so great. To validate. To validate it. Yeah. I don't need that shit. If we're living together and we're we're life is fucking crazy and if we're going through it together, that should be enough. Right. If you tell me you need you need more and I take it and I do more and it's never enough. The demise is I don't post on Instagram and we never do anything. That's the weight of our that's relationship. On, that's on yeah, if that's how you're looking at it, fuck you. I don't want to be with you then. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Go live for the weekend. Go work, work your ass off all day being somebody else's employee, right? Yep. And then go out, party every weekend. See how fun that is. Yep. It's going to be real fucking and fun. And when life. you go on vacations, have somebody take pictures of you guys and that's all fine and good. Yep. But like, I'm not going to bend to who I am. I'll recognize in somebody qualities that make me want to change as a person. There's things since I've been with Kojo where I'm like, okay, 
you need to rethink yourself. She's made me rethink certain things. Right. Not by trying to push me, just by questioning. Just by, yeah, you look at it yourself. And, um, but that's, that's really rare. And I told Courtney this, she told me this, and I 100% believe it's true. If we ever split up, never again. Oh yeah. I would never get into a relationship. I'd never invest the time in any one single person. This is why going into this relationship, I have so much belief in this because I went into it thinking this. Yeah. I went into it going, if this doesn't work twice, it's something about me. It's something about me. And, and, if, it, and I'm cool with it. And it might be. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm totally fine with yeah. it. This is where most people get, get hung up and get twisted. If, if this thing were to fall through, it would bother me because I'm, I love Courtney and I, I have no doubt that it's not going to. But if it did, I would just recognize that there's some quality within myself that doesn't work with and is not worth the investment of time of somebody's entertainment. Yeah. And the only reason that I, there's nobody that could tolerate Courtney except for me. Yeah. I firmly believe that. But on the flip is true. Yeah. There's nobody that could tolerate me probably but Courtney or somebody of that higher echelon athlete right. that just gets it. Well, and you you got to have something like, and that's another thing. We're tough. We'll, we'll deal with some shit. Having someone who's not mentally tough, and that's kind of where I'm at. And I it sounds cheesy, but quoting the fucking notebook. When she goes and meets a dude and they're out on the fucking paddle boat, he built that house. And then they get... <laughs> They see it first time seeing each other in years, and then they get out and they start fighting. And uh, what's his name? Ryan Goslin. Goslin's like, "We're gonna fucking fight, you know? We're gonna fight. I'm gonna tell you when you're being a bitch. Like you're gonna tell me when I'm being an asshole. You're not gonna get through any relationship without that happening. Even with my relationship, we went from oh we love, we spent tears, whatever. Maybe she had her breaking point. Maybe that those messages were the last straw, but." On the other end, on my end, I'm looking at how much time we spent, how much I have done for this person, how much I said, I like, take a bullet, like, I'd die for you. Like, it wouldn't be a hesitation. It wouldn't be a question. I know you would hesitate for me. That's me knowing that. That irritates me, but I still go by it, right? Mm-hmm. But that's how, call it crazy, but that's what love is. When 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 I saw that and I saw I saw the change, like her trying to cut out, like trying, not being rational, but trying to do whatever she could to distance herself. Finally. I'm like, you're you're mentally fucking weak. I don't, you're so mentally weak, and honestly, I don't think you're gonna change. You're gonna listen to some fucking, fucking talking about I'm beautiful. Da, 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 da. Okay, well, I'm tell you what, blah, blah, if blah, you blah. need if you need to listen to motivational videos and and have someone else tell you why you're beautiful, you don't fucking believe it. True, it's all bullshit. You you can sit there, you can sit there and tell yourself you're this now and you're that and this. I know who the fuck you are. I was with you for seven years. So when I see that when I saw that trait and she tried to get real cold, then she got mad at me because I got cold. I'm like, this didn't have Why are you being so mean? Yeah, this didn't have to be this didn't have to be this way. Even in breakup, there's there's mutual respect. You know, my first ex, I have a fine relationship with her. We're we're buddies. I can talk to her here and then. Everything's cool. It was a young relationship. I was crazy as hell. <laughs> and it was like the first love. So, you know, knew it probably wasn't going to last. But even she knows and she respects that process we went through. What I feel like with my last uh, relationship was I did way more for her than she realizes. And she's trying a quick get out because she's trying to hide from her insecurities. And in that turn, 
this is male female if you do that to me yeah you're done yeah. fuck yourself you know? yeah I don't, I don't know man women are perplexing i think they're simpler than they say but um i also think that they're hypocritical as hell sometimes oh oh man they would say the same thing about me for they, they would but i would love to sit down and have this conversation because hypocritical I'll fucking, I'll sit down and I'll stand by every fucking point. I invited my and- wife here tonight to, <laughs> to counterpoint. She elected not to come and uh, she does like laying on the bed and not doing things when she's done with the work day. But yeah. I think maybe she didn't come because she knew that I was it not going to yield and she yeah. was going to be pushed into certain things. And Yeah. Know, yeah, uh, maybe we'd gang up on her. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> I think we, I think that we are just uh, strong-willed people mm-hmm. are rare enough, and I don't think it's just us. I don't think that there's anything special about the Coke Bros. I think if you're strong-willed like we are, yeah, finding a mate is rare because there's just not many strong. But I will say, I will say that's the beauty. Everybody's different, so it makes it that much more special. If everybody was the same, nothing really would be special. Right. right. So, and um, if you were, it's uh, it, this that logic could be simply stated to somebody listening and hating on us right now, going, "You pieces of shit, you're just not for us, and we're just not for you." Yeah. And whatever you want, you're identifying some kind of anger at us because of our views or whatever. But the truth is, it's just because you uh, individually are not compatible with us, and vice versa. That's cool. Finds instead of uh, getting upset at us. And going, you guys are fucking assholes and blah, 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 blah. Just realize we have a different expectation. You have a different expectation. Don't waste your time talking shit to us. Yeah. Go, go get that expectation. Go do whatever it is you want to do. But if you do talk shit, if you do have a problem with what we're saying, think about why. When people say shit to me that has no basis in reality whatsoever, they, they call me names or whatever, it doesn't affect me. This was the other thing I was going to say. There's been many times I've gotten in arguments and fights where the night of the fight, when we're actually in the fight and emotions are high, there's no reasoning, right? Yeah. No. The next day, I see a little remorse. Yep. And I see a little like, I think she knows. I think she knows she fucked up. She was wrong. She right? had some time to think she about it. She won't tell me. And let the emotions. Like I said, when I go back to earlier, never admitted it, but I got it out of Actions speak louder than words. Yeah. I could read it. I always get apologies about three days later. Yeah. And I, it, may, it makes me wonder, are you apologizing because you're tired of me not talking because I'm pissed off about the thing that we fought about three days ago? Or are you really sorry? Right. 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 I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I know when I fuck up, I usually apologize within the hour or the day. Yeah. And I feel like that's because I can think about it rationally as soon as I get away from the big emotional flare up and go, nah, there's some ownership there. I got to take of that. Yeah. I don't feel like that's a two way street. Yeah. I feel like equality and rights and yeah, blah, 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 blah. But I think there's some very convenient one way avenues Yeah. where we want equal rights. We want this, we want to be treated this way, but, but we still want to, we still want this. We, we want, still want this. We freedom. still want all the perks. We will, we still want the perks. Woman. But yeah. we don't want any of this. We're going to complain about how chivalry's dead, but we're not going to talk about how we stomp the shit out of chivalry. Like that shit just drives me absolutely nuts. That PC culture that 
that wants to take what we're saying and somehow try to make us demonize the women. No, we're saying all women are different and most women don't identify with us. I shouldn't have to look through your emotions in your face to to pick Pull up on the hint. Shit out of here. If you respect me enough, you should tell me straight up. Yep. And that would make the relationship a lot fucking healthier. Yeah. But people don't a lot people don't realize that. Well, in this there's this la- there's the sense of entitlement I feel like and and to kind of wagon wheel off what you said earlier, the, the menstruation thing is a real thing. Yeah. The menstruation thing, we are told ad nauseum, you would never have it so you don't know what it's like and you don't get to comment on it. You don't know what it's like to want to fuck a girl every seven seconds for the majority of your entire life. <laughs> it's a curse. You don't You yeah. don't know what that's like. Yeah. That, it is a curse. Yeah. There. There's books that I've read that have attributed the, the, the mastery and the, the uh, real perceived success of people only after 40 because that was the only time they could stop thinking about pussy. Yeah. Think about how archaic and caveman that is. Yeah. You, the Thomas Edison, the Henry Ford didn't achieve high levels of mastery and success until after 40 because that's when they stopped trying to fuck everything. Right. That's basically what well, these books suggest. And it's entirely plausible. After I'm hitting 40 well, now and I'm just starting to go, oh shit, I got control of this fucking thing a little right, bit. Right, right. And I had this talk with Elijah, Dr. Random or Mr. Random, right? Yep. Think about why guys want to buy nice cars. Why do they want to get a nice place? Especially, especially if they're single. Why do they do that? To attract. That's right. Right? In back in the caveman days, it's being a big strong guy that's breaking over breaking shit with the club and fucking just being the man. And pulling being meat, the alpha, pulling right? Meat home. So the alpha now, the alpha now to what what women women want and what guys know subconsciously, what they know, is the alpha now is the breadwinner who makes the money. Yep. So if you got money and you got nice cars and you got that image. You're putting that out there. That girl sees that. They're gonna. They're gonna want to hitch onto it. So you got to think of even a lot of what. Got, not every guy, but what a lot of guys do. The reason they want to succeed in the end is pussy. Yeah, it really is. It is. And even if you're married or you're with somebody, you got to make money to keep that person. Yep. You've got to be the breadwinner. You've got to be on your shit, right? So it's the same mentality. It's just been swapped because our infrastructure is different. It's now a money system. It's not a, a lawless swamp where now strongest guy kills everybody or yep. beats everybody up and now I'm the guy. Yep. But that's what I say. That's why I think it's funny because you would see the shift change. If our infrastructure ever went down and you saw a post-apocalyptic world, you would see the attraction from male or from female to male change drastically. Oh, yeah. It would be who's the baddest motherfucker Who's going to take care of me making sure I don't get raped? Who's here? Who's available? Yeah. Not who looks good. No, no. Not who's going to be nice to my mom. <laughs> not Right, right. Not who's going to you know, buy me chalky bars or whatever. <laughs> who's going to protect me and make sure I don't die? Yeah. Who's going to protect my children and make sure that my children don't die? Who's the biggest, strongest, genetically most capable caveman motherfucker here? Yeah. That's what they're going to say. Yep. Right now, they're like... Who's got the skinniest jeans? <laughs> yeah. Oh, he he spent two hundred dollars on these jeans. Oh, he you know he's got this car. He's, he's, got he's that. pretty. Keep him. <laughs> yeah. Keep him. Don't come barking up my tree. Right. You know. Right. I yeah. I have a higher expectation, but 
it, it very well could be that just because we're in the, the business that we're in and we're the people that we are and we were raised by who we are, we have expectations that just very few people in the whole world can match them. I think they're different. If I find a woman that I want to be with, and I was going to say the same thing, even after my last one, I'm like, after that, dude, I don't think I have the capacity to go through that much time Long because time. I was going to put a ring on that. Long that, time. that was, everybody was asking, when are you going to put a ring? Yep. I was going to put a ring on it. Yep, I asked you. So, so going from that to starting now and Stop. seeing how quick that, that person changed, I don't even want to fuck. I, know. I don't want to put my own shit online with an insecure little fuck. It. fuck. Yeah. I don't want to do it. Well, it's time. It's time, and it's wasted time, well, you, you, right? Seven years, you you invest in this person, it comes to an end, and you're going, I got to go through that again? Yeah. Not knowing yeah. that if maybe next time it's eight years? Like, <laughs> right. I don't want to invest fuck 15 that. years into this bullshit. Fuck that. Or have a kid and then get divorced, just like fucking, you now know. Now you're stuck with payments and right, all right. this bullshit. So, so yeah, I, you know, I don't even know if it'll be a thing, but if I do find, if I do find a woman that is going to be compatible with me passion has to be number one thing and what i mean by that is not be obsessed with what i do have your passion be obsessed not with do, yeah you have your own passion that you fucking love it's not about money but you obsess about it yeah. and that's your shit we're gonna get along fucking great you know fucking why great. because you don't have to placate no. Every fucking move. That well, they and make. it's it's a it's a there's a correlation there. They understand, even though it's not fighting. The artist. It, it's the it's an art, right? Right. Art's art art does share a thing. It's an expression. The quest right? of mastery. Yeah. yeah. It, it's and it, it, it's an expression. So if I could find someone who is really passionate about something, and they love it, I think that's really the only person I can be with. Now that's kind of where I get in trouble because. The biggest, in reality, the person I'm going to find like that is probably going to be another athlete, probably another yep. fighter. And when you get two alphas, same yep. thing. You're going to butt heads quite a bit. But I do think I could deal with that better than I could someone who's the complete opposite with me. Right. The reason my ex worked, I feel like for me for so long, is she is completely opposite. They say opposites attract. She's completely opposite. And I feel like I was so high strung and thought I was the shit when I, when I saw her cry or she brought to my attention, I was doing something wrong. It brought me down. Yeah. So I started to realize what my problems were. It was, it was, it was a good gauge for me to understand. So there was some good things that came out of it because I do think, fuck man, compared to my beginning twenties, I was a fucking fireball. Yeah. And I think after that, it definitely, not only getting older, but it definitely calmed me down. But I think at this stage now, knowing who I am, being comfortable with where I am, with who I am, I think the next person, if I do have a person has to be someone that is compatible, not opposite because the, the shit we just talked about, about the insecurities and shit like that, we say time I'm 31 now. I don't got time to deal with that. And that was part of my, Part of my problem getting in a relationship with someone that was so young, yeah. that was on me. Well, and so much of what people get into relationships with, and they they don't realize this till later, is that the beginning, the honeymoon phase or whatever, by most weak sauce people, is a front. 
Yeah. The first six months of any relationship, if you're not living with that person, if you're just dating them, yeah. a lot of it's a front. Yeah. A lot of it is a front to prove to you that they are the person that they say they are, even though they really aren't. They really aren't, right. Then you move in with this person. Everybody's gone through this. Mm -hmm. Everybody's gone through it with a roommate, with a lover, whatever the case may be. You move in with this person, and then they leave their toothbrush out. And there's toothpaste all over the fucking sink, and you hate that shit. Yeah. And they ha they didn't do that before. But they didn't do that because they were trying to impress you. After you're there for now three they're or comfortable four months, around now you. they're comfortable around you, then who they really are comes out. And what you find is who they really are. Yeah. Isn't who they sold you on. Right. So now they're a liar. It's an ass. They're a deceiver. It, right. They, they played you. They, yeah. they told you what you wanted to hear, and now they're starting to do shit like this. Yeah. And, and people like you and I just don't fucking play shit no. like that. No. It's like you're either legit and, le and you're able to have legit conversations, debates. You can legitly uh, apologize. I can do the same. Mm -hmm. Or you're not legit. Right. It's like black and white. And not legit people will blow smoke up your ass for about three to six months. Yeah. Or until you move in with each other. And then uh, that's you, the game changer. Then you start to see. It's a game changer. Then you start to see not who this person wants you to see them as. Yeah. But who they really are. Yep. And if you can tolerate that, like I can, I can tolerate my, my wife and I love my wife. Yeah. But I, there are times where I have to tolerate her. Right. Right. And the, the vice versa thing is completely true. Yeah. But if you can find somebody that you can tolerate in their most annoying hours, keep them. That's the, yeah. Keep yeah. them. Yeah. But That's there the are best. some people that even with seven years, even with eight years, even with 10 years, it's not enough. Yeah, their presence pisses you off or enrages you so much, or detracts from your ability to live a happy life. Yeah, that it's time to let that fucking person go, and it is absolutely natural selection. Yeah, it's 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 yeah. nature by way of these virtues we have and they have saying this ain't the one. Yeah, it, you thought it was. Yeah, and we we understand why you saw this quality, that quality, this quality, that quality, but they ain't. Yeah, and you need to move on. And the seven years is a long. You're never going to get through a seven-year relationship and, and finish it, and it closes, and it's going to be, it's going to feel good. No, no. it's going to, it's going to be rough. There's going to be all kinds of residual shit. But what happens three or four weeks later? It's a little better. Yeah, a little better, a little time. Better. And then you start realizing, man, what if I was still in that relationship and I was still having these problems? Yep. Would I be a free individual? Would you be as happy? Would I be ha would I be pursuing life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness? Right. No, I would not. Yeah. I would be in every much in an ideological prison in, in the same way that people were in a physical prison. Mm -hmm. That the thought of me uh, placating people and validating people and justifying my actions just so that people are happy that yeah. sounds like slavery to me. Right. And I I can't tolerate it. I need the ability to be free. And it was so cool that. Uh, not that long ago, Courtney said this to me like two or three days ago. She's like, you know, we were, we were laughing about this episode in the Koch brothers and other issues. And she goes, I just realized like years ago that you are who you are and you're not going to change. And if I tell you to change, you'll probably go exactly the opposite <laughs> way. Because right, I'm a right. rebel. Yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. we're rebellious people. Yeah. And she got it. And by her getting it, she gets more of what she wants. The right. Right. Because I, I look at her and go, give and take. You you get me. Yeah. That's worth something. Right. But when you're in a marriage for seven years and they don't get you the whole time and they're like, what are you looking at? 
when some fine girl walks by instead of looking at that girl and going, I could see why you think I she's get it. If you just do that, ladies, if you just do that, yeah. if, if you allow your husband to speak freely and naturally and express himself, and you also play into a little bit and go, yeah, she's got a beautiful ass. I might even think about having a run. He'll love you forever. Yep. But if you make him feel shamed, if you make him feel guilty for being who he is as a, as a man, mm-hmm. he'll hate your guts. He'll yeah. hate your guts silently, and it'll grow and grow and grow and fester until he stops talking to you. Yeah. And when he stops talking to you, he'll say he doesn't care about you. That'll piss him off even more because he wants you to care about his shit, and you don't. Right. And then you separate, and you become the victim. Yeah. Because you're a woman. <laughs> and women are the victims. Women are... She... <laughs> women are the devil. <laughs> Bobby Boucher. Bobby Boucher. Mama, I like and I tell you what I, and I what like I said her about boobies little girls. too. <laughs> I like oh. her boobies too, Mama. She sent me pictures on the Facebook. Well, that's uh, Mind Rate episode 11. I'm going to have to cut out so much of that because... Uh, that was long, too. Was that longer than the other one? Yes, it was. It was Damn. four hours and 40 minutes. Um, and we don't have any hardly any video, so maybe I'll throw some snippets up there. Maybe we'll just put the podcast out there. I don't give a shit because we got lavalier mics now, and that was way better than me sitting Oh, yeah, a lot better in the chairs, too. Hopefully it'll, it'll sound good. We'll get it out there. I'll post it onto YouTube. We'll put a rudimentary audio file out there. Um, guys, hope you liked it. We'll be back with episode 12. What do you um, want to go over there? Uh, I don't know. I want to get some. Pe- I want to get some guests in here. I want yeah. to get some people in here. I'll start sharing some of the people in our lives. Yeah, talking about their way of life. Uh, Damien wants to come in. Brent is gonna. You know, Brent wants to talk about pussy. It is what it is. He's been talking about it for years. <laughs> On the if light, you, yeah. If um, you know Brent, you know Brent likes talking about what his uh, father Craig <laughs> refers to as posse. Posse. Um, so. It, you know, it, I, I want to talk about transcendent things. I think my brother does too, but mm-hmm. we are not going to have Brent on the episode without not talking about pussy. So we'll um, space it out. We'll um, double down on that and we'll probably have some kind we, of subject. But we should, uh, we should get mom on for one. I'd, I'd be, I'd love to have mom be on. Awesome. Um, it would be, yeah, it would be a treat. And I think, I, I think that if we had mom on, people would get, people would go, <laughs> Oh, um, I got it. Um, okay. Courtney has to a certain degree, um, just meeting mom and talking to mom understood me better Yeah. and going, okay, that's Gail. Yeah. Like she can say yeah. Gail Doug and she knows what my behavior represents yep. at any given time. And, um, a lot of the women, uh, that maybe think a certain way about us and think that we're haters or fuck boys or whatever. I think they'd, they'd listen to us talk to mom and they just totally go, Oh, well, well, and I think about it, it's such a unique combination, dad and mom, because on the surface, on the surface, I got the mom exterior, the, I'm going to debate with you. I'm going to think this through so much that I'm going to find ever any loophole you could, and I'm going to refute it. You know, I, <laughs> In that debate type, mm-hmm. you know, person. But at at the end, like when I do get close to somebody, like I'd see the dad, the yeah. dad come out. I think that we have a really interesting perspective. I, I never thought that before. I never thought there was anything special about it. But we had a figure in our life, our father, um, who 
our culture historically gives the role of the calloused one, mm-hmm. of the debater, of the logical one. Well, dad was a kind one. Dad, yeah. dad, even though he was a very masculine man and did many masculine things, uh, was more of the nurturer role, played yeah. more of the feminine role in the parenting role. Yeah. Mom was the authoritarian, yeah. the, the almost militant feminist yeah. who took a more domineering role. And that was just the way it was. Uh-huh. The thing that I really like about that is we got all of the great masculine ideas and concepts and and the way of life from our dad but at the same time we were getting that we weren't getting the bullshit masculinity right we weren't getting the i'm strong or i'm tough or i'm big and i can do this and that's what makes me a man we were getting a real man yeah a working man a a man that could do anything he worked his ass off but he did it for us yeah then on the flip side we had another person that wasn't going to do everything for us they weren't going to do hardly anything for us at all yeah but they were going to do the most important thing for us that they possibly could. And that was at a very early age, open our mind up completely yeah. to the world. Yep. When you put those two people together, you put the male and the female, but you, they both have complementary roles as feminine and masculine. Yeah. I have a deep respect for very confident women. It's the same respect that I have for very confident men. Yeah. And I have that because I got the diversity of that perspective. But what do you have? Most of the time you have a masculine perspective that has some of his own insecurities and that manifests in a nasty way. Yeah. You have a feminine perspective that kind of identifies with feminine roles and that manifests in positive and negative ways. Yeah. I feel like from a perspective basis, you can't get it any better than we yeah. got it. Like yeah. When we were kids, we didn't have all the money. We didn't have all the shit, no. but we had a parental dynamic that although they would have doubted themselves now, um, every single day, that I wake up and I live my life, I give thanks that that I have the mother I had and I have the father. Yeah, man. Well, and I, you know, I I sympathize because I know a lot of people will split homes, and I know that adds a whole nother fucking dynamic. We were lucky to have two parents that were together, and even though polar opposites, that t- even mom talks to me like just polar opposites, but yeah. I love them so much. So it, it, the perspective we got, not only having both our parents there, which I'm very blessed for. Um, but yeah, like you said, the seeing the different perspectives, I almost think of it as, you know, we, you look at a lot of our stance on on political views. Um, we want what's best for peace, the end goal of peace. And I like to think, and mom's mom's the same way; she's all about that. But I, you know, when I think of dad, dad was the person that wanted, you know, he was the more lover of the nurture. I think that's like he was the, living it. Living it, right? I I feel like that's the dad in there. But to get through all that, to actually identify problems, we had our mom that opened our mind and told us what to look for, told us how to look for it, you know, Mm -hmm. and how to. So it's kind of cool because even we don't talk all the time, but we pretty much are similar on all all our views, which is kind of crazy because that's really mom and dad. It's a a product of what mom and dad are created. So. And it, it, it's crazy because I, I think about that more and more too, and it's just kind of cool, you know. You you assume that you, you, when you grow up, it's cut and dry. We'll just have good parents. You have the dad to discipline. You have the mom to to nurture you, and then you grow up, and then you become your own person. Well, I believe everybody's their own person. I, everybody's unique. You're unique in your way. I'm unique in my way. But it's crazy. The older I get, the more I see both of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, whether yeah. I want to believe it or not, I see both of them 
poked through me at so many different times. Yeah. It's pretty cool to see. And it makes me it makes me respect parents that raise their kids right and stuff like that because it's a difficult job. Um, but it's also what's needed. If anything, there's a pro- I don't want to be an asshole and say we got it all figured out, but I think I do think we have a good idea. I think we we go about it the right way. And if we had more people that were raised right, yeah, it, how important of a job that is. And this yeah. goes back to our other topics with with designed ghettos and kids that are less fortunate, not having a dad, man, having yeah. a mom. This goes with our whole fe- feminist episode, right? The mom has to do double the work to keep going. So they're not really parenting their kid. Someone else is watching their kid while they are working and they don't have a dad. So how do you expect those kids to grow up? Not saying that they can't change themselves for the better. But it's incredibly. But it's incredibly hard. The the odds are stacked against you. So I'm I'm fucking blessed, man. And I think it would be cool. Um, I think it'd be fucking awesome to have mom on. Yeah, we'll have her on. I'm sure she'll be on. I'm sure that she'll want to do it. I think I brought it up one time and she's like, I'm not doing four hours. Well, (laughs) what about 447? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. uh, That's Mind Raid episode 11. We'll be back with 12 soon. Um, We've got to cut some of these into some smaller podcasts or maybe we don't. Um, Anyways, enjoy and we'll see you guys soon. Music courtesy of Mike Chino. Thank you.